Welcome to another episode of Mostly Superheroes. This week, real fan mail. Rick Moranis was attacked. More DCs from DC and the MCU. Spider-Man news again. And The Mandalorian, season one. This is Mostly Superheroes. What'd you guys think of that intro? It's awesome. Way different, huh? Beautiful. New board. Great. I even did that camera. I looked right at that camera and I said all that. And then, bam. And then. Residency in <laughs> Vegas, here we come. <laughs> Don't worry, listener. We're not going to do it again, but. Your cat just walked in. Too. <laughs> <laughs> all day if we want it. There's a cat in here this time? Yeah. Is he gray? Um, I didn't. I don't remember. There are only two cats around here. Nora and Ollie. I hope it's not a third. No, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not a gray cat and it's not um, a yellow, black, and white cat, we got a problem. I think it was the second one. Okay, that's normal. I'm allergic to cats, so I just immediately just don't look at them. Do you want to stop? I can get her out of here. No, it's fine. Is it one of those? I, I got meds. I'm good. Are okay. you sure? Promise. You tell me. It's a quick pause and Carry I run on. them up. Carry on. We'll okay. Be we'll be good. All right. Well, uh, some and- things are more important, you know. Well, not not over your health. Just over here dying. <laughs> hey, we finally got fan mail. We need to read that first. First, I get first. I ruin Andy's life with Instagram. <laughs> now he's getting sick. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Sacrifices you make sometimes. Andy, Mike, um, welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. I mean, you just keep throwing out a text, and we just keep showing up. So yeah, it's that easy. I don't need MapQuest to get here anymore. So. Yeah. Well, um, I'm Logan. This is Mostly Superheroes. And for those that are listening for the first time, you're probably thinking, God damn, this podcast sounds good. And it probably always has. (laughs) 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 But the truth is, we have just recently upgraded equipment. Full disclosure, it is my first day recording with any of this. As you guys know, I'm a novice audio person. I've been learning everything this year. I mean, new mics, first of all. I mean, you got them yesterday, correct? Literally yesterday. I, out of the box. We got the, sh- for those podcasters out there, we got the Sure SM7B. I believe we got the sticker up here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like the most, it's like the most legendary mic. Um, my buddy, our buddy Will over on Bustin' with the Boys, it's what they use. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's what Joe Rogan uses. It's just like tons of people. And then we also got the Roadcaster. So now we got, I mean, you said it. I mean, yeah. You're gonna, you can just, he can do so much with this gizmo in front of him. Yes, I said gizmo. But and it looks so cool. And there are so many surprises. And I'm, I'm excited for the listener to have like a really good, rich experience today. It's going to be a fun show. But for you guys to not even know what I'm going to do, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, we talk about the day of, day before, kind of like, hey, what's going on? What have you guys been doing? What have you been watching? But when we pulled up, there was a glee 
on Logan's face that you can see from the street. And he's like, hey, hey, come on, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. We got to get a glee or a shit-eating shit grin, one of the two, I'm not sure. Either way, I've yeah, I'm in high spirits today. You know that feeling you had when you were a kid and you opened up that special, that special toy? That's what I've been going through oh, for yeah. the last 24 hours. Opening this thing was like, I was always going to open something like this. This was like the adult best toy I've ever bought for myself in my whole life. It's very colorful, too. Yeah, I mean, that. that alone, I was like, okay, out of the box, it's impressive. <laughs> All right, so we do have a jam-packed episode today. Upgrades to the studio. Hope you guys enjoy it. If the, uh, you know, if it's a little rough, bear with us. We're learning. You know, recording with three mics and a not really a studio. We're in a basement, for Christ's sake. We're in a basement. I mean, you've made it look pretty dang good, though. Thank you. That's, I appreciate that. We need to start doing, like, an I Spy every episode. Did you find <laughs> this? I'm waiting for somebody to start, like picking apart these because i feel like it's almost it'd be cool if there was a question it got to where we were popular enough where there was a question every day with like what's that why do you have ketchup and mustard bottles those were carries and they were already in the house when i moved in are you ready for spring hunting turkey hunting season because if you <laughs> if are not, or if not if not either way there's a vhs for the truth about turkey hunting i like the tagline in quotes tricking them <laughs> <laughs> don't even need to watch the tape nope know exactly what to do um, so yeah, we do have some real fan mail. So with that, let's uh, let's just get into it. Um, fan mail. It's pretty cool. What'd you think of that? Whoa! <laughs> I feel like it's just gonna like this is gonna happen all fan the time. Mail. That's me. That's you. Fan mail. Oh, now I hear it. Just made my own. That was sexy. You like that? Yeah. Kind of sounds like the talk back from Home Alone Two. <laughs> like you're talking in it and then like with the yeah and then you're like talking <laughs> yeah like, it does I have that one, i had one of those it has that quality yeah like it's called a in a in a in adobe it's called like broadcast over like a loudspeaker but yeah um anyway you're gonna you guys don't know how excited i've been just to hit buttons for you today <laughs> we more did, than the content i think we did say it in an episode a while back like man you really need like or it might have just been off air like it'd be cool if you had some of these buttons and then like you hit stuff and well, we're getting there. Yeah, you are. Um, so we're some real actual fan mail today. I'm excited to share. Um, the first one, we have two. So we have two we're going to talk Ooh. about. Okay. First one is from someone I know. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless. But also a fan. But also a fan. I mean, he obviously listens to the show because he didn't tell me he was going to send this in. It just showed up in my inbox. And so he's obviously listening on his own. That's pretty cool. Either way, it's a topic. I want it to be kind of an open discussion with this group here. We don't have to spend too much time here, but just for the sake of showing that we're going to answer this fan mail, because we said we would. The subject is fan mail, mail, both spellings, because he picked up on the joke that I was laying down in the last episode. Mike, I don't know if you saw I. And he's a male. He is a male. He actually is. Oh, I had the male, because oh, yeah, yeah. you made fun of me for having the well, gender symbol. I couldn't see. I'm sorry that you had like... 70 book or 70 VHS tapes in front of you. Didn't yeah. you notice that I, I had a perfect view now? now Look at that. Good. Looks good now, right? Yeah. Um, so the question is, since it's October, right away I can tell this guy's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> Triple checks. Like, <laughs> Looked at the calendar. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> Someone <laughs> forgot to flip their calendar. Think, oh, shit. Better camera I'll take might, my calendar. That camera might get a shot of this. It's, it says it's September 22nd. You're doing very good on your half 
lines through each date because oh, you could tell like you almost you couldn't really reach it right and you're like like look at september 20th did you even care the day was done you could tell i just took a sharpie and that i was like reaching reached. and i was yeah. going like that's good enough well it is october as Brandon points out and he says could characters from horror movies be considered supervillains? they obviously have some serious power and abilities thoughts and my initial thought to this question was, first of all, really great question. Yeah. Because horror movies essentially are about villains with, like, no hero. For Be- sure. Yeah. Because because these characters usually have, like, an agenda, I feel like. What'd you guys think? I did, I, sent, I actually shared with you guys the deck today yeah. for the first time in, in advance. Did, that, did you find that helpful? Yeah, I did see this. I didn't see the next one, which is kind of I like going off the cuff a little bit, too. I like knowing, but I also like not knowing. Yeah, um, I could go both ways on this. I feel, in terms of like it could be and couldn't be, depends on who you're talking about. Yeah. Um. So like Wikipedia, I was like, what supervillain? Like, what do they come up with? Or super criminal? Yeah. What's the like the definition? Is a variant of the villainous stock character that is commonly found in American comic books, usually possessing superhuman abilities. So if we have that superhuman aspect. Hmm. There are like Pennywise, like has that kind of mythical comes back every however so often and can transform and stuff like that. I mean, I would say Freddy has that in mm-hmm. dreams. Michael Myers, I mean, you can't kill him. Michael yep. Myers, uh, all the Halloweens <laughs> have been on AMC and I find myself watching them. I'm like, oh, this is going to happen again, huh? Well, let's triple check to see if he's dead this time. He's back. Guys, you're not Jason, gonna believe this. All them he's too. back. Yeah, he's back. Yeah. How, hey, remember Freddy first Jason? Oh, oh I, I think we, I saw it in theaters. I think maybe we all we all blew. Yeah, I mean, we're the same age. We were all losing our mind yeah. about that one. Yeah, and then we had arguments of who won. I um I tried to get a special guest on today for this segment, and it, it didn't happen this time. But he's he'll be around. It's Will Compton, of course. I don't know if you guys follow him on social media, like seeing all the Spooktober. You know the yeah, they're him, huge on that. Bust him with the boys. They're all about the Spooktober. You know, doing like the apparel. They're they're they like Will was at the store. Got on he Michael Myers. I think that's like his favorite yeah. one. Yeah, I, I saw that. Couldn't make it today, but the guy really is. He's always loved. I feel like scary movies more than the rest of us. We'll get him on here at some point. But I wish we could have picked his brain on it. Something you said intrigued me. It's like Freddy Krueger, Jason. A lot of them do come back every so often. Mm-hmm. So it's almost almost like it's out of their control to an extent. It's almost like you're a ghost demon. And you come back and like that's how you you know you have to kill some so many people and then you go away for another thirty years. You yeah, know? I think Pennywise is thirty years, isn't it? Isn't yeah, it is in the town of Derry. Yeah, in it there, it's every thirty years. It happens every twenty. Yeah, twenty years. Twenty seven, maybe. Hey, honey, someone, we've lived here twenty nine years. Why don't we uh, get out? Is it twenty seven? I, I think it might be twenty seven. Yeah, if I was the adults in Derry, I'd be like, you know what we're gonna do and. Minimum 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to move. Get yeah. the fuck out. Yeah. Remember when we were kids? But that's the thing. Well, they didn't really remember. We're not going to get into it right now, yeah. but it great, kinda, great, great book. Yeah. They desensitize just like. Are there any that you think of that have like a, a like a driven, like an agenda? Because I feel like that's what makes a villain a super villain. It's not just somebody that's evil. It's somebody that says, I'm evil, and here's a good plan. But they want to take stuff yeah. over. I don't know if necessarily all these want to take anything over but exact revenge in some way yeah mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not gonna call any anyone from horror movies super villains just 
vill- villains works, but I'm not going to call super. Like, is that does that answer the question? I guess I don't know. Well, I think the question that's is, the, I think, that's the, where I think the gray what he's, is. I could be wrong, and I'll see Brandon because again, I know him, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll ask him. But the, but I think what he's getting at is like, are they villains or not? Is kind of what I'm thinking. Super villains, because I think we. Well, yeah, but like, I mean, villain is bad. Is bad I think you got to start with the definition of villain. Because a villain is, again, a person that's like a wrongdoer that's like out to. I feel like there's a benefit to being a villain. Like you're either trying to rob or ruin someone's day for like you get happy about it. But like Freddy Krueger, he's just showing up and killing people because it's like been 20 years or whatever. And then he's like, I'll do it again in 20 years because I'm just a ghost guy with, <laughs> with my sweater and my Edward Scissor hands. <laughs> Now this one, the definition of villain kind of makes me think that yes, they are. Let's hear it. Because what's your source? Uh, I typed in villain definition the and then Google, Google. had it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it says, in a film, novel, or play, a character whose evil actions or motives are important to the plot. Well, then that is so. It's well, shoot, uh, the plot. So I guess it's always in a story. Yes. How how interesting. Villain's like not even considered like a real word. Interesting. Well, um, I think t- then I can go to de- dictionary.com and then they say like the number one. So the second one that I just read came up. Mm-hmm. Number one says a uh, cruelly malice person who is involved or in or devoted to wickedness or crime. A scoundrel. So many and, definitions. And, and probably well, find different I, one everywhere. I think all these, but all the horror movies are always about, unless it's like a thriller horror movie, but I think we're excluding things like Scream s- and Saw. Yes. People that are like murderers, because those are villains. Mm-hmm. You're just yeah. a murderer. Yeah. But like, where do you put Jason? Let's just try to do that. Let's try to pick a couple and say villain or not. Jason. From every Jason movie you've seen, like, what's his, he's just walking around swinging. But his motive, he has a motive of why he does yeah. that. Because of what? Because he was he was he drowned. drowned when the counselors were messing around. Yeah, shocker. Yep. Freddy Krueger. He was burned Same. alive by the townspeople, so now he haunts their kids because he was burned alive. I'm going super villain solely because a lot of these are jealousy or sorry, uh, vengeance driven. And the I, the word I'm getting hung up on is not villain. It's the super part. Same. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's you fair. See what I'm saying? Like yeah. Super. So maybe let's go one more definition further, Andy. What's supervillain? Is it just a? Uh, I mean, what constitutes a supervillain? Are you like having to cross borders? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta hurt so many countries, you know? Yeah. Like supervillain in my mind, what comes to mind immediately is Lex Luthor, like mastermind, world domination minimum. Like I feel like you got to be world domination minimum to be a supervillain. First of all, yeah. You know, you can't be like, I'm going to take over, like, the Midwest. You're like, oh, well, you're just a villain. Supervillain is a variant of the villainous stock character that is commonly found in American comic books, usually possessing superhuman abilities. Usually the uh, antithesis of a superhero. Interesting. So it's just the complete opposite of a superhero. But we really don't have have those in those horror movies. We just have... But yeah. I guess you yeah, could I argue mean, that the that. protagonist in those movies is like the the one that makes it. Yes. There's always one at the end that like makes it. That's your good guy trying just to survive. And like if you break it down, like 
Jason, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, they always come back, so they have that supernatural ability to come back. Mm-hmm. Man, this question. Pretty good. <laughs> I, the super Loaded. thing is kind of getting me because I think I think comic book. You know, since we couldn't get him on, I'm going to challenge him right now. I'll put this on a little clip. Will, if you can give us your take on this. Yeah. Are horror movie characters supervillains? Yes or no, and what's your take? I think I lean yes. Give us a, give us a little. All that we've talked about, I have to lean yes. yes. I also agree. I am on, like, the yes, because they're, like, trying to destroy at the end of the day. Cool. And any final thoughts on super, super villains? I think we can agree on that. You got any yeah. favorite horror movies? I'm not a big fan, for real. <laughs> Saw, the Saw movies, <laughs> yeah. maybe. Like I, yeah, that's those basically a little clown. <laughs> yeah, he's got the same look you, as. You want to play a game? Did you see the nickname I gave you in our latest episode? Chomper. I started with Chomper, and I was like, "That's stupid." The Giggler. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting better. <laughs> the uh, Giggler and PC PC Mike. I mean, obviously, I just call you guys by your names, but yeah. you are getting some pretty good nicknames. What uh, what's your favorite then? My favorite horror movie? Yeah, John or film series villain, super villain, if you want to call him that. Yeah, I see. Like when that's a good question because when I was thinking super villain, <clears throat> my mind goes to again, like minimum Lex Luthor, yeah. like he's a human that is superhuman abilities. Mm-hmm. And then you have like you know if you're staying in DC, just so you can you have the same frame of mind. Then you got like a Brainiac that's like a AI that wants to be all over the universe. Then you got like Doomsday that's like. I'm going to, or dark side, I mean, that's going to, I'm going to destroy everything and start over or whatever. But I feel like if you're less than Lex Luthor and you're like, you know, that's like the, that's the minimum to me for like a super villain. I guess if you were going to, I feel like is, is the bad guy in Ant-Man a super villain or is he just like a a villain? And if you remember, like that's like, just takes place in the town that Paul Rudd is in. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not like the world stakes. Yeah. So would you guys call that a supervillain? I wouldn't. I'd be like, he's a he's. I mean, he's got some good tech and stuff, but he's just like trying to take over this company and maybe make a few million dollars. Yeah, you got to up your game. Yeah, up your that game. Super super category. So then I try to apply that to like a Freddy a Freddy Krueger, and I think, okay, well, what is his game? I mean, he's really just stuck on one street, right? <laughs> <laughs> Valid. Oopsie. I'd be pretty so, pissed too. It's tough. Ah, uh, you move a block and a half over. It's not Nightmare on Maple. No, no. <laughs> it doesn't even have the same ring. <laughs> um, all right, so let us know what you guys think. What's your take on supervillains not, or not uh, on the horror book character category? Let us know at mostlysuperheroes.com. Love to hear your thoughts. One more piece of fan mail. This one was actually not technically fan mail, but it was a individual, and uh, this group that's put together this graphic novel called The Unicorn and the Fox. Uh, Nick over there reached out. He said, thanks for taking a look at our graphic novel, The Unicorn and the Fox. I'm a screenwriter, but chose to do this project after a few, after a slew of screenplays were sold, but did not go into production. While an indie comic, we've managed to get picked up by Comixology Unlimited, Amazon Kindle Unlimited, and have had press that normally only covers the bigger publications. I hope you enjoy the series. Feel free to reach out best nick so basically you know we asked for content someone sent us some and i have not read it yet i haven't checked it out it's in my inbox nick has actually already emailed me i'm gonna check it out but i just wanted to say you know if you reach out and you have asked me to check out something i'm gonna say yes 
I mean, if I have the time, you know, we'll see how much I st- we start getting. Um, but so Nick, you know, over at Unicorn the Fox, they're on Instagram. I figured I'd at least plug you on the show. You can go check them out on, out on Insta. I'm showing some images here of the graphic novel. You can see this on our YouTube channel. I uh, just pulled it straight from their Instagram. Wanted to plug it real quick. I'll let you guys know whenever I take a look at it. And if I like it, maybe we can see if, uh, maybe we can share it with you guys too. We'll see. Yeah. You know, I haven't awesome. really talked to him much about it. Cool. I, I mean, graphic novels are awesome. I Do you read cool. some? I, I have. Um, I think it's a great way to get younger people interested too in reading again. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's, they're making now a lot of books into graphic novels to get kids interested in them, like famous stories. Like you can go find a graphic novel on almost anything or book series. I know Artemis Fowl just came out. I read the Artemis Fowl graphic novel, so I knew about it. Um, but Artemis Fowl before that was a book series. I mean, the movie, no spoilers, big stunk. Big stunk on Disney+. Really? Ooh, bad. But the graphic <laughs> novel is very entertaining, and it gets it gets kids, but still, like, even me, I'll pick up a graphic novel every once in a while and read it and go through it, and they're entertaining. They're entertaining. So, yeah, I'm inter- I'm very interested in this. What about you, Andy? You uh, you ever look at graphic novels? You... I've never done that. I haven't really either. Uh, I have some fr- in very recent years, like leading up to this, met more people that are involved in it, and I've actually had some discussions about having them on the show. So it might be an area that we explore more because it seems like it's a pretty fun world, and like I I wouldn't mind having more content like around the house, honestly, to like pick up and sit down and read. I feel like I too much screen time for this guy. I'm I'm on too many screens. I'd love to yeah. you know pick up something, read it, and Try a different type of medium than a TV show. You could get into like mangas and all those. What's that? You read it backwards, basically. Oh, like Memento. You start at the you start at the back and like kind of go this. Way. I don't know how to read it. I know I know. Uh, like the words are just backwards. Uh, yeah, but I know students and kids read it. But they start at the like the end of the book and like they flip the other way and they go through them. It's wild. Yeah, that's so. I don't know how to do it. But yeah, that sounds like it would give me a big headache. Yeah. Well, either way, want to give him a shout out. Thanks for sending it over. You know, if you want to get your stuff featured on the show, something you want might want us good is to review that we might get to talk about. Again, mostsuperheroes.com. Um, this one came from my Instagram. He DM me. It's that easy. Yeah, what's that handle? That, that handle is up? the oh yeah, sorry, sorry for you listeners out there. It is the unicorn and the fox. And I don't I won't say where else you can find them because I honestly don't know. I know for a fact they're on Instagram because that's where we've been having our dialogue. So go check them out. Um, looks like they do have a they're they have a link to their comicsology page. And then they have some nice images on their page. So go check out the unicorn and the fox. Um, and let us know whatever you're watching or if you have some kind of content you're trying to get featured and start a dialogue around. Let's hear it. Before we continue, I'm going to take, take a quick break. We'll be right back. We're back. Um, yeah, so Mike was just telling me there's a – it's like how many pages? It's a uh, novel. Uh, I just this it is the like, unicorn and the fox again that we were just talking about. It's on about. Amazon. It says it's uh, 44 pages, so – Perfect for Logan. I mean, it is. I really do think that is like a perfect <laughs> amount. It's like, uh, um, it's something that if you're definitely going to try something for the first time, I'm like, that is, that's digestible. I can read that. I mean, uh, you could digest it as you're digesting too. I mean, just keep it in a little uh, basket on the back of the, yeah. your porcelain seat in the house. It's, it's chili seat. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Nasty. Um, all right, guys. So that's our fan mail. Again, love to hear from you. Um, you can email us uh, at com. Again, this one came from our Instagram. Anywhere that you are, though, if you uh, if you want to send us something to check out, we, we'll, we'll do that. So coming up next, of course, one of our favorite sections, What You Watching. What You Watching. 
<laughs> like, a, like a 90s cartoon game coming what out. What you watching? <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it's, we did this section for the very first time uh, on episode 12. You want to go check that out? Um, here we are. I think this is episode 14. I'm cur- I think so. So, uh, what you watching? This is where we talk about what we're watching out there in the real world week by week. Whoever's in the studio, I'll ask them what they're watching. I'm going to tell you what I'm watching. And even more importantly, you, the listener, we want to hear what you're watching. So let us know. Andy, did you have something prepared for today? I know that you had told me about a couple things that you were checking out. Maybe you, oh yeah, maybe you want um, to focus on one, and we'll we'll do one a piece. I yes. was thinking. Well, yeah, obviously, I caught up on the boys. We'll 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 get on that later for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? I think I may have left out a slide, so we can we can talk about the boys real quick too. But um, spoiler free, please. <clears throat> Spo- well, that's a good point. And also for our listeners, I didn't tease we were going to do that. So, but you're caught up. Now. Yes. Reaction to the last episode you saw. Reaction, no spoilers. I just can't wait till Friday. Yep. That's Season finale. The, I, I, that's why I'm happy that I haven't watched them all weekly until now because it's a painstaking week, especially with how slow time's going now when all you, we just don't leave our home. Yeah, it's even worse. This week seems like it's dragging on. Yeah, yeah, we're almost there. Um. So the boys are caught up. Nice job. Um, well, I have to I have to maybe have you on for an episode. I want to do something special for the grand finale. for the finale. Mm-hmm. I've been doing live watches, and I try out I try out a new format. An episode I called it episode thirteen. It was really a mini episode, seventeen minutes, um, where I did I watched it for the first time and gave my raw reactions. Yeah, so I listened I, to that today. So like, how, what what do you prefer? Would you because I like to because I, I I do whatever feels most comfortable to me. Obviously, yeah. And my goal of it is to like recap the story and give some takeaways but i you know i don't know what you what well, did you think of the last episode i hadn't listened to any of the prior ones that were longer where you like watched watched in commentary because i wasn't caught up at the time so i don't know if i can give a full answer on that well but the, i am going to listen because i want to kind of get get your take on stuff since we really haven't talked about it because i haven't been caught up so your best way to do that is just uh listen to those babies get that that view count up yeah, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, so for you listeners out there, for the boys on Amazon Prime, I yeah, like Andy's saying, I cover those. I've uh, done episodes on uh, every episode so far except for the latest, which is the one before the season finale for season two, um, episode seven, I think. I yep. think eight will be its last. And there will be one this week for a recap, but we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. But um, anything else that you're watching? Because um, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll touch on that later. Definitely. So this is something I'm constantly watching because – it's take takes so few like it takes a couple hours to watch it, it front to back um on Netflix called I think you should leave and it's a sketch comedy show uh made by Tim Robinson who used to be a writer for SNL and there's only like six episodes they're like 17 minutes each and it's just like three or four like probably four like comedy it's it's not Oh my god, it's it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Really? Life. Yeah, this is the one you've talked about. <laughs> you guys need to watch this. You've mentioned it to me before. I still haven't watched it. Is this the one you've mentioned or is yes. this something? Okay. Yeah, I wa- we watch it at my house probably every week or every other week. And, and you can tell I'm Just I'm hilarious. bad at watching stuff like on the like it's like it's sometimes it's like uh, oh yeah, time to watch that show Andy talked about. Yes, you sh- you really should. You and what's it called I, again? I think you should leave. How many seasons are there? Just one Just so far. One. There's another one is in production or pre-production. Okay, so they but, def- they got renewed for a season two. So it's just the stupidest humor, but it's 
so funny. I can't even put it. I, me talking about it is not doing it justice. So it's the show that gets better every time you watch it. Like you, I laugh more as now than I did the first time I watched. The first time I watched it, I was like, "This is just fucking weird." This All is right. the strangest thing I've ever seen. All right, so I, put, I promise you, I will watch it. You, I really, I do. Yeah. I promise, I will watch it. If you get to a point where you're like, and this, this is for you guys and the listeners, because I'm gonna vouch for the show forever, but this will probably be the one only few times that I talk about it, because I watch it every week. Obviously, I'm not gonna talk about it on the show every week. But. If it's your only what you're watching, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I, I, watched, re-watch. I watched, I think you should leave uh, every day again. this week, but, um, I, if you get to a point and like a few, like a few skits in and you're like, this is stupid. Just, just power through. You All right. You will not. So it's it. one of those. Yeah. And then you'll watch it again and you will laugh even harder. That's so tough. It's a tough sell for me. I have to make it through like that first couple episodes. And if I don't, good luck at me back. Yeah. I was scorned at a Denny's five years ago. Never been back. I was scorned at a Denny's two or three years ago and I've never been either denny's has a good way of doing that so does, shake, to... so does steak and shake whoa steak and shake's fine oh you're right when's the last time you've been to one uh week and a half <laughs> <laughs> drive through yeah they're doing free fries now because they can't get anybody to come in well yeah. now it's gonna be this evening did not know about that how long you sit in that drive through <laughs> not very long that's a, that seems crazy to me i live in the burbs man oh you got the nice the burb life you got the nice steak and shake <laughs> yeah um all right andy well thanks for for those um and just so you know I didn't remember mention that, but you're what you're watching, what you watching. It doesn't have to be like good. It should be like, you know, if you watch something that's crappy, we need to know. Um, Mike, what are you watching? So I have a couple things. When you guys were talking about the boys, I heard this on the news or through Twitter or something. It landed number three last week on streaming services. Um, so it's kind of starting to challenge Netflix. It's Amazon's big big boy now. Uh, people watched The Boys last week for 891 million minutes on Amazon Prime. I don't even, that's such a hard metric to comprehend. And here's a trivia question for you two. For The Boys? No. For watch time. What was the number one show last week watched on all streaming? All streaming last week, minutes watched. I'm going to guess The Mandalorian. I think you should leave. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have no idea. Cobra Kai. Oh, my, oh which is shit. what just got renewed for what, season four? I don't know. I, I've it's never, on Netflix? Too. Yeah. Or whatever it is, it's either three or four. 2.17 billion minutes people watched that last Who's week. Who's watching it? I don't I, know. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Dude, I haven't seen it either. It's got to be people that are. <laughs> Go ahead. Yes, number two. Oh, there's a number two. Well, there's one, two, and three. The boys were three, and I the just. The boys were three. Two. Okay. Is it on Netflix? Yeah. It's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, give us a hint. And another hint it used to be on, I believe, Fox. I don't know. Gotham? Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> Close. Well, here's, no. here's the thing about both those shows. Here's the thing, too. Andy, you and I talked about this, especially when you're talking about Netflix and, well, any streaming service. The algorithms on those things are very strange, I feel like. And I feel like they're very smart. And you and I started rattling off shows when I was at your house the other day. And I, we were both like, oh, yeah, I saw that, I saw that. And I was like, there's no coincidence that we've yeah. watched those oh, both. Oh, for sure. So is it just, I guess those are two shows that they're putting up for yeah. new seasons coming up. Lucifer is going to have its last season, I believe, is season six. And Cobra Kai got—I know it just got renewed for like three or four. 
And Netflix okay. does a thing, and I find myself doing this like a new top ten. I'm like, oh, I wonder what's on the top ten. Oh, this is three this week. Oh, wow, I'll just okay. watch it. Yeah, three. That's, what, that's where it I must get be good. all my recommendations, basically. It's wow. just straight to the top ten. And then I guess a lot of the stuff we've been watching has been pretty good. That's that, that stupid murder, Colorado murder documentary thing. That we both said you watched it too. Yeah, we had watched was, it. We had watched it within hours of each other. I, when did you watch it? I watched it. I think Sunday in between like football games. Are See, we gonna have to talk about? It? That's the one I pulled up. I literally. I did don't it. even know what we can say other than just it's. It's really disturbing. It's, uh, yeah, it we shouldn't spoil it, I guess, because I didn't know. Anything. I mean, I, did, was, I didn't know what happened, and then oh, I you, wa- didn't, you didn't. You guys didn't know what happened. I not really, but Carrie had said. Carrie and I watched it, and she had said X happens, but I was like, yeah. I but I didn't know actually yeah. like, what went down, which so what, the documentary is all about. What was the title of it? For uh, the listeners, we're just talking. I guess we're doing American yes. Murder, the Family Next Door. Thank you. Yeah, we okay. need that title in there. So that's on Netflix. Yeah. I mean, it's recent. True crime is hot. Like, here's what's crazy about that documentary. I, I mean, I guess if you have to set, if I was going to set it up without spoiling it, it's a. I mean, the show. There's murder in the name. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess you know something. It's it's surrounding a couple, and what surprised me about the show and what really kept my attention was the amount of footage. Yeah, and it was footage. It was footage from. It was almost like every person was just carrying around a camera. Yeah, yeah I mean, which I mean, it's a nowadays. Very, it's a very famous case. If you're a true crime person, I mean, I've watched almost every true crime thing that's out there. You listen to my favorite murder. I don't listen to my favorite murder. I do listen to Crime Junkie. Okay, and I think Crime Junkie had this, but it yeah. was showing stuff that made me like uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it was a peek behind the curtain of how kind of law enforcement and things happen and it made me uncomfortable some parts of it i'm not gonna lie oh, oh there were so, parts so messed up like you were saying it got got you too yeah we're it's like we should, let's keep I, I don't know if you keep it spoiler free on something like this i feel like everybody bet, knows the story i bet we all had the same reaction we probably told all right so here's spoiler alert other. for spoiler alert for that show what's it called again just to get that title right uh, i don't want to american say. murder the family next door i'm gonna say the spoiler just in case somebody's listening out there i'm gonna say it in three Two, one, the husband kills his wife and his two daughters that are what, five and seven? Maybe and, even younger. And an unborn that. child. His wife was pregnant. His wife was pregnant. And the most ter- terrifying thing about it was that this, I mean, it, it could have been my neighbor. Yeah. And in the same like house. Yeah. And like, if you, we could do true crime all day. If yeah, really obviously. Yeah, this isn't, uh, but hey, this is where we get that mostly. For you get me, your money's worth on the mostly right now. For me, if you've ever watched Making a Murderer um, on Netflix, um, season one a lot better than season two, but the interrogation scenes from Making a Murderer when the when the police kind of force Brendan Dassey, who should be out of prison right now, that's a we could do that for an hour, and a half. <laughs> but um, kind of force him into saying different stuff and made him like this was the completely opposite. This interrogation. Of him literally breaking down and spilling his guts of yeah. what yeah. really happened. Yeah, and also though, I think what was even more disturbing was just like how long it took to get there. Yeah, and uh-huh. how many lies? Uh, and Brendan t- Dassey just wants to watch WrestleMania. Just give watch give WrestleMania. the kid a break. Come on. And then all the text and stuff back and forth. I mean, that was crazy too. If those were like real text messages, I mean, I'm sure they have them. How they did it kind of kept me engrossed. And I mean, yeah. I mean, it's an awful, awful story. But oh yeah, but there's no, true there's crime, no two ways about you're it. Into true crime and like learning about it and kind of stuff like that. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Well, it's crazy and 
it's regardless of you know how terrible it is it's it's the it's very interesting yeah and it's like just one of those things that you know might it might be helpful to watch keep an eye on those neighbors it yeah. obviously like cuts deep when like my instinct after it was over was to tell steph we said hey, that I, just so you know i promise i'll never murder you i said i told <laughs> like, carrie the same thing yeah i said That's... i don't know if this was on the table but i'll never i'll you never kill flipped. you yeah you just flipped yeah you just flipped all right, well, geez, good. What you watching, guys? Yeah. Man, this section's gonna. This is gonna be the thing. And it doesn't have to be. I mean, we're human. <laughs> like we don't have to watch superhero stuff twenty four seven. That's why do you think? Why do you think we named it mostly superheroes, yeah. guys? I'm yeah. sure people mostly. are people gotta be tired of hearing that. But this is like I said, this is where you get your money's worth on the mostly. Um. All right. Well, uh, I think I'm up. So uh, I'm really excited to share that we have started Carrie and I. Fast and Furious Saga. <laughs> I forgot about They're this. going to space next one, I think. Oh, I, I'm going to plug a podcast real quick before I just talk about how much I love these movies, because I do love these movies. Get it out of the way. Do I acknowledge the r- ridiculousness of everything? Yes, but I love them. Regardless, I'm going to plug this podcast, because this podcast has exponentially made my fan, my fandom of the show go up here. It's How Did This Get Made? Uh-huh. Definitely one of the inspirations for me to even start a podcast. It's the uh, how did this get made? They have it's the cast from the league. Remember the league, mm-hmm. like with Andre yeah. and uh, Jason Manzukas. Andre's the character name. I forget Paul Shear. I think his name. Is. Yeah, Paul Shear is one of them in there. And his wife, June. June Diane Dreyfus. June. No, that's the Seinfeld. Yeah, I'm, Julia, I'm, Julia, Julia Louis Dreyfus is the Seinfeld. She's a lady. I'm combining two names, but it's June. <laughs> Her first name's June. Um, so if you ever watch the show The League, you know right away kind of who you're dealing with. Hilarious show for sure. They talk about movies that like are bad. That's like they they break them open. Sometimes they do it in a live in front of a live audience, but sometimes it's just a podcast, just like this. Um, but they actually love the Fast and Furious movies. They didn't get started till like Fast Five. So like they started talking about him, they didn't have any of the back history, which was hilarious in itself because they were like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, didn't you know Tokyo Drift is a is a prequel?" I didn't even know that. <laughs> That's when I stopped watching all of them. I got to catch up. All right, well, we're gonna talk about it real quick, just a, a tease because we're gonna be talking about these movies. They they released the trailer, I believe, for Fast Nine, I, or was it like John a, Cena? Was it a man like a fan made thing where it's like? The only place to go is space or something <laughs> like that. Hope they have Coronas in space. <laughs> Her name was, you were kind of close. It's three names. So what is it? What is it? June. Uh-huh. Diane. I was very close. Raphael. Come on. Those are very similar names. Yeah. Two, two for three. Um, Definitely go check them out. Like I said, kudos to you guys. They've been making episodes for 10 years. They probably got over 1,000 episodes. I mean, they've they've done... They do like they do like I don't know if they did Superman, but they do old eighties movies. They did all the Van Damme movies. They have two hundred and fifty episodes, so I mean, still a lot. Yeah, not a thousand. You undershot. <laughs> <laughs> Go check them out. We Carrie and I just watched Fast and the Furious, the Fast and the Furious, because I want to get all these titles right as we do this. Jeez. And Let's... Too Fast, Too Furious, Too Fast for Y'all, mate. That's right, Luda. Um, that's a banger of a song right there. So just a little history, real quick. But I don't want to. I can't get into it because I'll. That'd be the whole episode. We're gonna watch all of them. We're gonna do. A, I want to do start doing this thing called. I mean, we've been doing deep dives, you know. We're gonna do one today, but I'm. I've decided there's a name. There's a different difference in like a deep dive and then like a retell. 
a retail is where you're like, we got to recap this thing out loud mm -hmm. so that we can understand it in our brains. And we got a fun one for you today. And we're going to try to do it together. We'll see how well we do. It's going to be tough because there's a lot of names we don't know. And sure. of course, I'm talking about the Mandalorian. I'm just going to get that over with. Um, so more to come on Fast and Furious. That's what we're watching right now. And whether it's uh, uh, an episode with, I know we talked with uh, your buddy that know, you know, knows a lot about it. I might try to get somebody in here that knows a lot. Maybe somebody that doesn't really know much so we can like tell them. You know, so it doesn't feel like we're just For telling sure. each other. <laughs> yeah. Before you move on, I want to challenge you. Okay. Name the Fast and the Furious movies in order of release. In, of release. Yes. No, right. I'm going to. Okay. No, you're not have to go like, Tokyo Drift's actually a prequel. Do you watch in. It is. Do you watch in release order or do you watch in. That might be the only movie tr series where I break my rule of release oh. order only. Because it sh this prequel exists for no reason and it's caused all sorts of. Weird question. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so you have The Fast and the Furious. 2000? Oh, you're doing dates? 2000, 2000, 2001? Yep, 2001. Ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Yep. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I love the, the person in there. <laughs> like, oh. he, like he went to the bathroom or got a beer and just got back and like everyone's cheering. He's like, woo! He's like, I'm in on it. Yeah. All right. All right. Too, too fast, too furious. 2003. Boom. Um, Tokyo, Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. Boom. 2005? Six. Yep. I, need, I do. I need a ding ringer. Yeah. I got some other surprises for you. Can't ruin it. Yet. <laughs> um, that's the one that's that trips you up because I know. Let me try. This is what I'm, I'm going to skip it for a minute. Can I skip? Yeah, you can skip and go back. All right. So the f next one would be Fast Five. Yes. I'm going to stop on years. I can't do it okay. anymore. 2011 Fast Five. Okay. Thank you. Fast and Furious. Six. Yes. Is that it? Yes. That's the whole title? Yes. Fast and Furious 6. Yes. Yes. It's like fast. There's no thus. I remember that. I was just like, that's lazy. But yeah, go ahead. If you're going to have nine movies, you got to switch it up somehow. Either go back to four. Yeah, let's go back to four. I don't know. Fast four? Fast and Furious. Oh, man. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Great. Okay. Well, that helps me. So seven. And they changed. <laughs> they, they got rid of the and even. They just put the and sign. <laughs> Ones, it's different. Yeah. Fast seven? No. Furious. Yes. Seven. Furious seven. <laughs> it's the one with only one word. Yeah. This is awesome. Fate of the Furious. Yes. Fast eight, but it's not called Fast Eight, just Fate of the Furious. And then this next one, I I don't know. Is it Fast Nine? Right now it's just called F9. <laughs> like a like a tornado. It's <laughs> a badass tornado. Oh, it's bigger than I think the scale is only like a six, uh, yeah, right? Yeah. On the Richter scale? Yeah. Yeah, five. No, that's I a that's F5. earthquake. Five. F5. Is Richter? F five is the biggest one in Twister. Yeah. Okay. But I'm sure there's worse now. Well, and then we can't forget, of course, Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, that wasn't even on my little list. And that comes shit. in between eight and nine. Yeah. So more to come on those. Uh Fast and the Furious for sure. Uh, I love them so much. And if you again, you got to watch how did this get made because they talk about all of it. They talk about awesome. the contracts of the characters. None of them can lose in a fight. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And the egos you're dealing with. Oh, Vin <laughs> Diesel's <laughs> out there, man. Oh my gosh, it's all so funny. I can't like everything with like 
Like you see Tyrese getting up in arms about it. Uh, whoever plays the Tyrese, then him and the Rock. The Rock. Well, the Rock is the Rock, and then is the big one because, um, basically, without all the BS that's in the Fast and Furious movies, Hobbs and Shaw is just the Rock and Jason Statham having a lot of right. fun. <laughs> so more to come on that one. Um, and that's our that's our what you watch in section. So I'm really glad we do that. That really gives us uh, some good stuff to talk about. Gives you fresh on what's out there. Let us know what you're watching. Let us know at mostlysuperheroes.com. Um, we want to hear about it. We want to talk about it. Next up, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. News and rumors. Wow. <laughs> Rocking. News and rumors. I just want to know how many. I wish I could have seen you like recording these. How many times you just said news and rumors to. I got some outtakes. So you got it right. <laughs> I don't have them ready for today, but uh, that's awesome. There's, I, I was just saying everything that came to my mind, and I said some weird shit. All right, so we got a lot of news and rumors today. Um, I just want to preface with this: it's a lot of stuff about delays. It's a lot of negative stuff, but there's also some exciting stuff. There's also just a lot of stuff. I want to kind of move through a lot of this because I want to focus on some content that's like actually yeah. getting ready to happen. And we've been teasing it out this episode, The Mandalorian. We're going to talk about it. That's a show that's coming around the corner. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about this news. We're going to address it because I care about you, the fans. I want to stay relevant. Whenever I drop weekly episodes like I do, it's actually a huge advantage of not like backlogging tons of episodes. You're getting some fresh content. So hopefully if you're listening today, whatever I told you happened, what happened within the last week or so. So with that, some news and rumors. We got a video, too, I'm going to play. So this is, I mean... It's not even. It's not funny. I mean, it's funny. Like the headline's funny. Like if it was in a movie, but it's not really funny. Someone attacked Rick Moranis. Rude. And it's just. Did you see the video? Yeah. Like why? Like why? Actually, I haven't seen the video. I've oh, seen, I'm like, excited. The guy for you. walking up, but I didn't see him. Act, the actual attack. So I do have the video. I, vid- I don't. I have. I have the video. All I did was I. I took the news story from. ABC Seven in New York. And we're just going to watch the little, they have like a two minute video here. We don't have to watch the whole thing. The 80s with movies like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and the blockbuster Ghostbusters. And now Rick Moranis back in the limelight for a very different reason. NYPD says he was violently attacked Thursday morning next to his building on Central Park West and West 70th Street. It was random. Surveillance video shows the assault. A man walking by out of nowhere. Sucker punch. Well, uh, I'll definitely cut this out. I definitely want you guys to hear it. Well, I guess you don't really have to. Here it is. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> okay, so here's the guy. Yeah, look. So, yeah, uh, we don't even need the audio. So the, the video here, it shows. You can see this on YouTube. This guy with the I Love New York hoodie on. I mean, in the video, you see it plain as day. Ran up, punched him, walks off. Here's Rick Marianas. Rick Marianas, or someone speaking. Rick Marianas was assaulted on the Upper West Side yesterday. He is fine, but grateful for everyone's thoughts and well wishes. There's the video again. Chris, Chris Evans tweeted, my blood is boiling. Find this man. You don't touch Rick Moranis. Which, yeah, what, what could Rick Moranis possibly do to upset anyone? I mean, he was wearing a mask, but he was one of the, he's one of the nose people. He had it below oh, the nose. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Rick Moranis is like one of those guys in Hollywood 
who literally is one of the nicest people. Like, I don't know much about him other than, obviously, honey, I shrunk the kids. So he, um, I pulled it up just to double check. My dad told me this story when I was growing up. <laughs> That's a callback from a couple yeah. episode ago. <laughs> That's from episode uh, but, uh, 10, I think. This is the blurb about it. In 1997, he took a hiatus from working in the film industry. He explained, I'm a single parent. I just found that it was too difficult to manage to raise my kids and do traveling involved in making movies. So I took a little bit of a break, and then the little break turned into a longer break, and then I found I really didn't miss it. Um, wow. So he, uh, I think his wife, yeah, his wife passed away in February of 1991. Oh, so I didn't, he, so I didn't know that. So he took a break to raise his kids because his wife passed away. It's like uh it's like Garth Brooks. He did the same thing, right? He like took off for twenty years to go be with the, his family. I know, but his wife didn't die. Trisha Yearwood. Well, alive. I didn't mean all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he did leave because of his wife. Is that is what it sounds like? I think Man, so. yeah, that's sad. I mean, he's. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he just seems like the nicest guy. He was just in an advertising an advertisement yeah. recently. Yeah, he's starting to come back a little bit. Too. He was in uh with Ryan Reynolds for Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. All even that's more a, reasons a, why to hate this person that punched him for no reason. For no reason. Remember, honey, I shrunk the kids. Yeah, Ghostbusters too. Little giants. Honey, I blew up the kid. <laughs> that was when I went to I uh, like Reno. <laughs> yeah, but when I went to <laughs> Disney World when I was little, that was one of like the 3D attractions. Honey, I blew up the kid. Yeah, like one of those. That's so funny. I think I might have seen that. Or, honey, I shrunk the audience. It's honey, I shrunk the audience. That was the thing. And, and so you got to experience like bigger yeah. things. Yeah. No, you actually got shrunk. I mean, I think it's just a. <laughs> you paid enough money to go to Disney World. I didn't. I didn't read. I didn't yeah, read really. a ton on the story. I just. I, you know, I watched a couple of those. It's hard for me to tell. Like, obviously, Rick Moranis did nothing to. Yeah. Deserve it, but like, was this a random act of rage, or did the guy attack him because he is Rick Moranis? True. Like, did he see him and go, Rick Moranis? I've been waiting. <laughs> I've been waiting 20 years since Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. It's like, ants don't look like that. <laughs> I wanted to be in that yard so bad when I was little. You know what was a flaw for for Rick Moran? Well, whoever his character is in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the, the flaw like that led to everything. You, you don't leave an unattended shrink ray machine, which is bad enough. You don't leave it pointing at the door where the attic is where everybody walks in. True. Because it, it was just lighting people up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You walk in, you shrink. Well, Rick Moranis, our hearts go out to you. We love you. People out there, take a chill. Take a chill pill. Yeah. We're all on. we're all feeling it. But you can't just walk around punching people. Especially Rick Moranis. Come now, on. Now his face is plastered. Agreed. Are you serious? No, his the guy that punched him, his face is plastered everywhere. I didn't mean Rick Moran. I thought you meant like, like he had to have plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah, no, same. No, I was that like, guy's face is pl- Rick. His, that guy's life is probably over. There's a lot of Rick Moranis fans. That's true. There he, are dozens. Was, like they got a good us. photo of him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, get well I, soon, Rick. I haven't seen that photo yet, but that was get well soon. And if you're up to it, come on back to movies and TV. We'd love to have you. Last movie he was in, he voiced Brother Bear in 2006. I want to see Honey. I killed the kids. Oh God! Just kidding. That's a yeah, that's a Star Wars Episode Three. <laughs> <laughs> all right, some delays again. Not going to harp on how negative all this is. We get it. I didn't even list the dates this time because I didn't want to just be reading off dates. Yeah. We all know everything's pushed back. Running through real quick. DC. This is from Games Radar. Um, Bat- the Batman. 
which is not I, I don't like how they group these together. The Batman got delayed. How many? How long? long time. 20, long time. Twenty two somewhere. Yeah. March twenty twenty two. All the all the DC from October. November all the DC stuff. All the DC stuff. Dune got delayed. We, we took it. Wonder Woman still is holding tight for Christmas Day. It says. This is this is one day old, I believe. It was seven hours ago when I pulled it. This was today. Dune, big trailer just dropped recently. I actually just borrowed the book from my our friend Luke. I'm, I've never read it, and I, I look. I just looks amazing. I'm very excited for it. It's pushed back. It got, I mean, it got pushed back from. It, it got pushed back to the Batman date, I believe, and then the Batman had to move. The biggest, the saddest thing about all this is, listen to this. That, the Flash is delayed to November 2022nd, just a few months from June. But then they're talking about Shazam sequel, Fury of the Gods. June 2023. What are we talking That's about? That's like five years after the original, which is insane. And this is this is the ongoing theme right now, is there's just like a lot of news right now. But unfortunately, it's just like... Yeah, it's just negative. And, and, it's, and it's to keep people like at bay and to keep like yeah. even probably like shareholders and companies. Yeah. You got to start making like, we're working hard. Like, which like, not to say you're not, but I feel like yeah. they got to turn some news out. Yeah, so I just take I take all the news I see with a little grain of salt because I'm about to talk about some all over the board Marvel news, but I have to take it with a grain of salt because it's like, well, there's no movies coming out. And I know it's Hollywood and they have all these diets and things to keep you looking young, but five years after a movie, five years from now, I'm going to look old. Okay. <laughs> I know it's Hollywood, that's different, but these actors do age. And so for instance, Batman. He's in year two of crime fighting. If they do a sequel to The Batman, he's not going to look like year three Batman. He's going to look like year 10 Batman. Yeah. And then, I mean, there's going to be a time where this kind of catches up with everybody. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Like, these, like, people age. They're not immortal. I mean, Brad Pitt might be, but. Yeah, there's a few out there that The Rock might right. be. Yeah. So, yeah, we DC, gotta, Dune. Oh, and then the, there, was a, there was a silver lining here of one movie that might prevail, The, the Matrix 4. <laughs> Might is still holding on to its uh, whatever date that it's set for, which is I don't have it here at the bottom here. But uh, if you're following the Matrix Four news, they haven't they're they're not pushed back yet. They're still on track. And I think the Matrix nope. trilogy just got uploaded to a streaming service. I want to say, I bet so in preparation. Um, even though sometimes it pull it down, like I feel like that's what Jurassic Park does. You can't find it anywhere. <laughs> it's so. right here. <laughs> yeah, VHS. right. It's right here. It's not going anywhere. It's, in our, it's VHS collection. Um, that was my vote. I think we need to get a a sound like a, a negative soundboard like for whatever there's. Yeah, there you go. For whatever there's. Okay, delays. Yeah, I was going to suggest like a a fart noise, but that works too. You talking about one of those? Yep, that's so good. Thank um, you. So that's how we feel about definitely our delays. Um, HBO Max, I think, has the Matrix. Has the Matrix? Definitely go the check trilogy. those out. I am very excited for the Matrix Four. I don't want to brush over that too quickly. We, you know, that we love DC stuff on this podcast. I don't want you to listen, for, be a first time listener, and think we don't talk about this stuff. We do, but uh, we've been just talking about a lot of delays, you know, lately. And uh, uh, until there's some like real new, tangible news, you know, we're gonna kind of just keep yeah. an eye on things. Speaking of which, I coined this myself. It may have already. It's someone had have already done it a long time ago. The Marvel verse is what I'm kind of referring to this as now. And the reason is the MCU is the MCU with like Tony Stark and the Avengers, Captain America. Then you have Marvel that uh, 
that is also lives within Sony that owns Spider-Man, Venom, Morbius. Well, now all this news you're getting about now is a melting pot of these things that normally weren't in the same playing playing field. So first up, <clears throat> just some MCU news. Big delay for Black Widow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> People would almost be disappointed if it wasn't delayed again. Yeah, I mean, well, I, Andy and I talked about this uh, over the weekend. And it's it's a statement, you know, like they had pushed it back how many times? And then it was like, well, you put it on Disney Plus. Uh, what are you going to do? Well, now it's what, May? It's May or November mm-hmm. 2021. May. <laughs> Get your tickets <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. Then I get this. That was from The Verge. This is from Com- Cosmic Book News. Emily Blunt, ru- Emily Blunt rumored to be Black Widow for Doctor Strange 2. So Scar- cool. ScarJo's out? Oh, again, it's a multiverse movie. Oh, okay. So okay. it could be a different Earth. Yeah. But also, like, Gotta Emily be. Blunt's, like, rumored to play the Invisible Woman with John Krasinski on Fantastic Four one day. Because they're eventually going to make that Fantastic Four movie that we deserve because they haven't made one yet. So it's cool, but it's also like, again. Oh, yeah, they're married, aren't they? Yeah. They're married. That'd be great. Power couple. Then we heard this week Jamie Foxx is going to be in an MCU, the next MCU Spider Man flick, Tom Holland Spider Man, reprising his role, but as a different version of this role. This is from Games Radar of Electro, which, Andy, you just watched. Amazing today. Spider-Man today. 2, yeah. which is where he's featured. And just not to breeze over that because I want to talk about it, um, but same universe. Live-action Spider-Verse in the talks, and I already saw like a headline as we were getting ready to record. Not a headline. I think it was more just gossip, but that there are talks of bringing in, of course, Tommy McGuire, Andrew Garfield, and then Tom Holland to do something maybe in line with Into the Spider-Verse 2. Okay. Which is from again Sony. That's Sony World, but with this multiverse, all of these things on the screen are just showing us that anything can really happen, and especially since we've seen how it works with Sony's Tom Holland Spider Man in these movies, they make it happen, even though they like to make us think it's not going to happen every year or so. Mm-hmm. Exciting because with this Jamie Foxx character, I think they, they could be, and I'm taking some of this from what I've heard on some recent shows. Brandon Davis talked about this a little bit uh, from comicbook.com. Uh, uh, Chris Killian uh, as well. Um, a few others. Another uh, podcast I listened to, Jock and the Nerd. I don't know if you guys ever listened to them. They're, they're one I've listened to a long time. They've all kind of theorized what's going on, so I'm pulling from a bit of all of those guys, all, all those uh, uh, channels. And the idea here is, you know, it is exciting because they could start doing like a Sinister Six setup. You know, they got Jamie Foxx, they got the Venom, they got Morbius. They teased out Spider-Man in the Morbius trailer with like being on a wall where it was like painted more beer, more uh, murderer. Um, more beer. More beer. <laughs> much, you, know, you can tell what I'm thinking about. Um, and then they also have Michael Keaton's Vulture who is in the Morbius yeah. trailer, which and, uh, this- that's MCU and Sony again. <clears throat> In the post credit scene, there was the the Scorpion guy. He was, uh, what was that, the post credit scene for, for Spider-Man Homecoming, I think. Uh-huh. Um, whenever they, he was going into jail, the, yes. the Vulture, Michael Keaton's character, he talked to that, that guy that was 
rumored to that, be playing the Scorpion. He's I can't remember. That was him. He was in uh, Breaking Bad. I that's think. what they were setting up there, Scorpion. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I just thought it was some because he has like a scorpion tattoo on, I think uh, on his hand or something like that, or maybe it was on his face. I can't remember. Because like I heard you know who Spider Man is. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. So that those two, and then there was that. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm sure there's many versions of who the actual Sinister Six are. Like there's more six, more than six potential people it could be. I mean, I I would love for that to happen. And I've heard like, I agree. a lot of rumors about like, I mean, this is kind of a tangent, but like Spider Man versus Venom or them to together yeah i can throw that up oh yeah throw that okay. image up of the uh end credit scene with vulture and the potential scorpion he's in a lot of stuff too he's in like he's in better, better call, call saul. saul yeah that's yeah i was i, was, I said breaking bad but he probably was in that too um so yeah again don't want to breeze over it but it's exciting but again it's like i don't know for me it's like there's a lot of news happening and we know that there are delays so not that any of this couldn't happen but to your point mike like how Things are so far out, and things are moving around. Uh, we'll see what actually happens. Now, is it fun to theorize about and talk about? I mean, all day. You know, we'll do this all day. For sure. All right. Let's see here. Okay, so we, before we move on to the last piece, like the big chunk of the episode, which uh, we'll talk about in a minute, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll come right back. We're back. Um, all right, guys. I didn't want to hope, hope it didn't seem like we brushed over the uh, the Spider-Man news. Um, but we are excited to see what happens with these MCU Sony crossovers. Basically, the takeaway is any X-Men you know, any Sony character you know, any Marvel character that exists pretty much in live-action universe now can essentially play in the same sandbox. And whether they come from being in the multiverse movie of Doctor Strange 2, or they come from another another mo- a film that's out there, or they come from, like, mutants maybe getting developed from, spoiler alert, for Avengers Endgame, from that big snap that happens. There's a lot of gamma radiation that, like, circled the Earth. We know that. That's a theory. So there's all to say. You know, we're talking about Jamie Foxx Spider-Man, live-action Spider-Man with Tom Holland, all these guys. I mean, you hear you hear rumors about Emily Blunt being a Black Widow. This is cool. So that's the takeaway. I didn't want to seem like we breezed over it uh, at, at all because uh, we, we love us some Spider-Man, and anything Spider-Man gets us excited. No doubt. That being said, it's time for our next section. The Meat. <laughs> <laughs> that was aggressive. Uh, and yeah, Andy, you were asking like, what's what the what's the meat? I'm like, well, this is something that I always say every time I'm telling a story. Like, let's get to the meat of it. Yeah, let's get to the let's get to that that bacon. Oh yeah, <laughs> cutting to the the sirloin of whatever we're gonna talk about. You notice like we didn't jump in. We just wanted you to keep going. Like, what else has he got? Yeah, like. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I was trying out some when I recorded it too. I'll, to, I'll might, I might put some exclusive content on Patreon of my outtakes of all the ones you've heard today. So here, are the, like we heard the fun ones, you know. The meat. That's cool, but there's ones of me going like, "Pass the eggs." <laughs> no, there's not. There's so many. Why? You, because I go, don't think about it, just get in there, and I just started. Oh my god. I, there, I said some weird stuff. I end up saying like real weird stuff, and I go. That's enough. Slurpees for free. Seriously, <laughs> as random as that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, watch for that on our uh, Patreon channel. We have exclusive content on there, um, soon to, like on the regular, basically. Hell yeah. 
So the meat of the episode today, I'm very excited to talk about. Like we said, we didn't want to didn't want to breeze over the news. It's important. It always is. But news is weird right now. It takes a long time for big news to come out. We want to talk about something that's coming around the corner. Um, and it might seem like we're a Star Wars focused podcast, but the truth is, if you got content out right now, we're talking about it. Think about the what you watch in section we did today. We talked about all like so many genres. Comedy, true crime. Exactly. We cover it Weird. all. Cover it all. Um so all to be said, I want to talk about the Mandalorian. And it's gonna be an interesting <laughs> try, but we're gonna try to retell this season one real quick. I think it'll I think it'll go a lot quicker than we think. The biggest thing I know that I'm gonna screw up <laughs> are are the names. I'm gonna try to help. I think it's gonna be a team effort. You got you, the computer. You recently just rewatched. I just watched. So Carrie and I watched it over the weekend. Just so you know, it's only eight episodes, and you and it's only like forty minutes. They left yeah. you wanting so much more. Yep. It's gonna be rough when we really have to do that wait again. But so to help us, we're not gonna do like the. There wasn't really a a story gallery like we did for Only Hope. If you uh, want to see a. A retell of that, basically. I was I didn't know I was going to retell it, but that's ended up being what we did, and we had a <laughs> lot of laughs. <laughs> Dude, that was I laughed watching it. Talk when we talked about Luke Skywalker's uncle. <laughs> I mean, Carrie just kept watching that part, yeah. um, and that's over on episode twelve right now. So you should go check that out. It's the last chunk of the episode, and the you know what we call the meat around here. The meat. <laughs> you would have been a great like. 90s early 2000s rock dj oh yeah like those all the hits <laughs> <laughs> that's you guys wanted it you guys got it here is system of a down and all the commentary <laughs> rock you know them as partying in la with their friends i know them as my friends because they were here last week in sync <laughs> <laughs> they always name dropping everybody i love that about djs they're like dude Oh, well, we should give, while we're talking music, we should just give a quick nod real quick, because it happened today. Oh, Eddie um, Van Halen passed Ed, away. Eddie right? Van Halen passed today, and I'm not like a super fan or anything, won't pretend to be, um, but I know him through friends and and generations of, a little bit older than me that always really loved him, our parents. Do you have more I, I mean, connection, Mike? I, I, I never got to see Van Halen live. Um, I kind of pride myself on concerts. I love classic rock, but... Uh, just kind of listening on the way over here, KC95, our local station in St. Louis, did a great kind of tribute of Eddie Van Halen, and I've been checking my socials and stuff, and Sammy Hagar has reached out because he used to be in Van Halen. Van Hagar. Uh, um, and just, if you go back, like, that music's timeless, and it's really cool to listen to, and um, all the stories and stuff that are going to come out these next couple of days are going to be awesome, but... I mean, he's a guitar god. He's a guitar legend and um, top 20 probably guitarist of all time. Uh, that's Their music's never going to go away. It's never going to die. I think Casey said the last time they toured as Van Halen was like 2015. Mm-hmm. So it's been a while. Yeah. But um, yeah, Eddie Van Halen, only 65 years old. Uh, I saw that and died of cancer. Yeah, had some multiple complications wow. with cancer I saw. So um, I didn't rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. Um I'm sure we'll be listening to a lot of Van Halen these next couple weeks, kind of remembering all that. Cheers. Cheers. Van Halen. Andy, were you a fan? Are you a fan? Or? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I don't but, know. I'm not really good at, like, oldies. Like, I yeah. I don't know. Like, I could, I guarantee I've heard, I've listened to thousands of their songs, but mm-hmm. I don't know. 
just I can't specifically say. That's, that's well, a, I, I feel like, like I'm like that all the time. That's how I Naming am with, like, songs is like the hardest thing I feel like yeah. sometimes, like on the spot especially. Um, but yeah, kudos. I was I was on a call today when that happened, and uh, definitely like felt. I was like, whoa, you know, it was just one of those one where you you take yeah. notice. Yeah. Um, all right, well, with, without further ado, let's talk about The Mandalorian and see if we can do this. All I have up is the Star Wars website and just the single image from each episode. So we're, we're only working with 10, 10 here. I, thankfully, like I said, I just watched it. So hopefully I can get us through it. Mike's got his computer and will help us with the names. And I'll, in the meantime, I'll help describe characters. I'll, <laughs> I'll do some stuff too, hopefully. <laughs> Hope I don't offend anybody because I'm going to have to describe people. So like this guy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just setting up the the show a little bit. If you're, I mean, we we won't get too much into it. But what this came out what two years ago, a year ago, one year ago, November twelfth, two thousand nineteen. I didn't know anything about it when I wa- when I saw the trailer for it. All I knew was, oh, that's the same outfit as Boba Fett. Same. Boba Fett is a bounty hunter, and he's definitely in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, and then that's he- it. Right. He's oh, like, and then he's in the beginning of Return of the Jedi. But he's one of those characters like you think he's right. in a lot more than what he actually is in. The fact that I even know his name. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's yeah. like Star Wars names are a little tricky. We talked about this on episode 12. Um, so I knew nothing about it. First time around was like a big discovery of what is this show? Holy cow, this is so cool. And it was a lot to take in. It dropped you in five, I believe it's five years after M- after the Empire has fallen in Return of the Jedi. I'm going to say it. Spoiler alert for Return of the Jedi. <laughs> but it's been out now for 30 plus years. <laughs> it's like 1983 I think it came out. I act like people are griping already. Like, no one's griping. But I still don't want to. I know what spoilers are like. If you're if you're a person out there who's going to watch them. Is this guy going to ruin this? Is he going to ruin Star Wars? <laughs> this is the guy that's going to ruin Star Wars. I've been watching them in not the release order. Chronological. Chronological. <laughs> and I'm almost done. Can you imagine starting the Star Wars saga with the prequels, having no previous knowledge of any of the movies, oh, and God. sitting through the first one going, what's going on? <laughs> and then the second one, you're like, really? What's going on? And then the third one, you go, wow. <laughs> <laughs> what a turn. What a turn. I love that third one. That's one that I can't watch a lot. Yeah, the third one is good. Yeah. Episode the fir- three. The first one I'll watch a lot out of like nostalgia, because that was like that movie was awesome when it came out, but like it's it definitely gets worse as I become an adult. <laughs> Those first two. Oh. Um so they drop you into this this show that's gonna happen on Disney Plus. It's directed by John Favreau. I don't know if I could say anyone that I and I'm sorry. It's not di- directed by him, it's written by. Oh I thought I said written. I meant written. So written by John Favreau. Who any other names you could throw out there, Mike? Um so it's directed each one of these episodes is directed really by somebody different each time. Um, Dave, I just saw something about that for season two, and he, John Favreau got like six out of eight or something. Dave Filoni? That might be. Yeah, okay. Um, right. um, Bryce Dallas Howard directs one. Wow. And Whoa. then ah, I'm going to butcher this You know name. we're going to get her in season two at some I'm going to butcher this name, but um, cool. the uh, Taco... Taika Waititi? Yep, Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi, of course. It directed the last one. And Taika Waititi is, of course, involved with some MCU stuff. Um, Fantastic. And with those names attached, you know you're in for some good stuff. Well, I just watched this again for the second time on Sunday, and I can tell you right now, the second time through, 
very helpful. So let's just start. Let's just dive in. Let's see how far we can get, and we're gonna try to retell this and see how much we take away. Uh, let us know how we do. Um, if we butcher it, I apologize to all you diehard Mandalorian fans out there, but I can tell you right now, we love this show. So chapter one, again, drops you in five years. The Empire's fallen. So I like to look at this through the lens of what I know. Like, again, Luke Skywalker and his team, Han Solo, Princess Leia, defeated the Empire. Darth Vader is dead. Darth Sidious is presumably dead. <laughs> that was wild. Yeah. Let's get into the future movies. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Again, if you're a Star Wars super fan, <laughs> you're good. You said presumably. And also, you should know moving forward that this is connected in the world of Star Wars, so I have to talk about bigger stuff. Yes. So if you're not trying to learn stuff about Star Wars movies, come back and see us. But don't leave. You know, <laughs> get that listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, just let it play through. Like, let like, it play through. Like, share, subscribe. Yeah, perfect. Drop you into a bounty hunter known as the Mandalorian. Guy full of mystery, but we learn very quickly what Mandalorians are. They are a group of people that wear the helmets, the iconic helmets that Boba Fett wore, and they're part of this creed, we find out, which is like a big deal toward the end, it seems like. It's a creed of people. It's not a race. And the whole idea is they can't ever take off this helmet ever in front of anyone from the time they're sworn in. Most are born into this. We find out that this one later on, I don't think it's a major spoiler. It helps with the storytelling. He was not born into it. He was found at a young age, and you start getting flashbacks of this character. We don't know his name. We don't know who he is. We don't know if he's a Star Wars character we know. We don't know if it's somebody that's going to be alive in the future movies. Um, and basically, he is kind of working outside of these Mandalorians. They kind of do this thing. They protect and serve. They help like build communities up. Um, I think they're like they're they can be for hire. He works within what is known as the guild, and the guild is a group of bounty hunters that work for miscellaneous people, like in government. But primarily, who he's working for is individuals of the now fallen empire, which was ran by Darth Vader and all the stormtroopers. How am I doing so far? That's what we get dropped into. It's been five years, and we don't know anything about this guy. This is why the show is good. We don't know anything about this guy. Is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Um, he obviously gets hired for the Federation, but as he's getting pushed in this show episode by these people in power that are in power, he starts realizing, I have a choice to be kind of maybe something else for the first time. Or since maybe the last time he thought about it. Again, we don't know anything about him. How long has he been on this blood trail? Because, I mean, he's a bounty hunter. And we see him, like, whip the shit out of some people early days in this episode. So he gets introduced to this mysterious client through a contact in the guild. Played by Carl Weathers. Grief Karga. I would have never got that. <laughs> Good job. Grief Karga, played by the great Carl Weathers. He's a returning. He's a recurring character in the show. So great. He like fits in this world. It just feels right. But then, like when I'm first watching it, like is that Lando? I was. I'll, yeah. It was, of course, yeah. because they do. I mean, outside the, outside of just being African Americans, they're all they're also they look similar. They're the same guy. They are. Yeah. No. Billy, they're not. Billy D. Williams. 
Billy D. Williams. No, this is Carl Weathers. That's what I'm saying. It's not just because they're they're African American. It's good. They also look similar. <laughs> they're like, they, they like, do. like what's the age? Yeah. I think I th- might get a side by side here of Carl Weathers and uh, Billy. What's his name? Billy D. Williams. And Billy D. Williams plays Lando Calrissian in the movies. I thought the same thing when I watched this for the first time, Mike. Just so you know, that's hilarious. I know. I mean. <laughs> I knew it would be made already, just like Mark Sanchez. I mean, they both have a, mu- they have a mustache and everything. Yeah, yeah, I was, I really legit. This is you thought I it was. Thought, I thought it was the same guy. You thought Lando was in this show? Yeah, and I was like, this is really confusing. No, no, no. no. Okay, so it's what's his name actually? Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, who played Apollo Creed. Yeah, well, he played Apollo Creed in <laughs> Rockies, but same actor. I'm trying same to get actor. visuals. Dang it! All right, that's good. All right, so he is this contact in the guild, and he says, "I have a job for you." And the Mandalorian's like, I've been doing jobs. Like, how much money do you have? He's like, I have an under-the-table job that'll pay you more than you've ever made in your life. And he says, okay, I'm all about it. Like, at this point, he's like the best in the biz. Mandalorian is like the best Mandalorian, I think, that there, like, exists. He's like, they tout his attributes. They're like, you're really good. They talk about it a lot in episode one of, like, you're a legend around here. He's like, all these jobs are too easy. So he gets a secret job. Secret job ends up being for, because we're all need another name, Mike, giving you a heads up. The, the contact that he gets hired from, the guy that hires him to go on this job, it's a guy that uh, works in for the Fallen Empire. Dr. Pershing. Doctor? I think so. Is it like an older white guy? Is that guy right, right there? This guy right it here. Says, While the this co- guy. Why the client is indifferent to the target's well-being, his colleague, Dr. Pershing, insists that the target be brought back alive. So the Dr. Pershing is like the right-hand man to this older guy, which I don't know this older guy's name in the show. Yeah, try to look that up. So he's the guy that works. He's the guy that's talking to the Mandalorian and says, I know you're the best, and I want you to go find this individual. I can tell you around where he is, last known location, and I can tell you his age. I think they just call him the client. It does say client in the in the um Yeah. In I here think they just call him the client. They probably use a name at some point in the show, but either way. So this guy's the guy working for the again, the Empire's fallen, but like people are still doing shit. Like this guy's still got like a he's got like a posse of like eight stormtroopers and he's like, What's up, Mandalorian? Go get this kid for me. He doesn't say it's a kid. Go get this guy for me. He's fifty years old. This is where he is Mandalorian's like, All right, well how much? It's a lot. And it's in Federation money. And he goes, I'll pay you one now. I'll pay you the rest when you get back. Mando says, all right. He goes back in episode one. He goes back to his Mandalorian place of like where they all live in this town. I, I don't know what planet they're on. I thought Tatooine. So the payment that he gives him, I think it's Beskar Steel, it's called. Beskar Steel. It's, it's like the toughest steel. Yeah, it's... Um... I think it's very sacred to them too. Yeah, and it has a label on it on who it's from. So it's like this is Federation money. This is Empire money. And he takes it and he melts it down and he creates like a shoulder piece for his suit. So in addition to his helmet, he's got the shoulder piece. And you're like, oh, this guy's trying to build himself a big silver suit. <laughs> Fancy boy. Exactly. Because his helmet's cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's why it, <clears throat> the character's like, I immediately was like, I'm going to watch this show. Because it's, I mean, he looks like Iron Man almost, but. 
Grab you a jet, jet pack, sweet helmet, cape. Just a badass. Yeah, just there's no reason. Like, I, I was in it from the start. I didn't even remember him doing much in the movies, but <laughs> carry so, on. So I totally agree, by the way. That's what grabbed me, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so that's episode one. Episode two, this is where he's like, all right, I'm going to go try to find this thing. What else happened? You missed one? one big thing. Tell, go ahead. Um, entering the remote and heavily defended encampment, the Mandalorian reluctantly teams up with a bounty droid. Oh, yeah. Um, IG-11. IG-11. So this is a big, yeah, this is a big plot point. So this is like, this is whenever he is, uh, uh, but this, so does he get the, this is where I get confused about episodes. And maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe it doesn't matter what episode it is. But like what I was remembering, does he get the kid, Baby Yoda, of course, the inevitable Baby Yoda? Is that at the end of episode one? Yep. A okay. child of Yoda's okay. species. All right. Well, then, you're, then yeah, good. This is, Thank you. This yeah. is a good way to do this. So he, at the end of episode one, goes to the place on Tatooine. That's where he goes to Tatooine. And if you don't know, Tatooine is where Luke Skywalker grew up. And he te- he... Ends up going out across this land. He t- he uh, hel- gets help from a short orange man, orange creature, that's like used to work for the Federation. Um, he's now retired, but he's like a really good guy. And his classic saying in the in the show is, "I have spoken." Does that I have a name there? I don't have a name there. Okay, that might happen more in episode two. I know he is for sure in episode two, but I thought he teamed up with him to help him get to this place where well, I think he no was... one's ever returned from. Yeah. IG-11, a child of yours, when IG-11 attempts to kill the infant. Okay, so he didn't meet the, I guess he didn't meet the orange yeah. guy until episode two. So Per when, orders, that's when he makes that decision. Well, yeah, so he goes to the this big bunker, this big area where they're keeping this person. And he's out there looking, and he gets there, there's this killer droid there, and the droid's like shooting, the droid's awesome. He's like spinning yeah. around with his guns, shooting over his head. We learn right away, Mandalorian despises droids. Since he was a kid, you get some flashbacks of like a war zone. Is it this Quill Qu- Quill guy? That guy? Quill. So, yeah. Quill. Yeah. So he's, I guess that's not until episode two. Got ahead of myself. Okay. So then the droid says they find Baby Yoda at the end. They killed like I don't know fifty people at least, and um, Baby Yoda thing opens up. We see for the first time a little baby Yoda. So cool. Oh. Yeah, I need reminders for sure. I forgot about the soundboard. That baby Yoda, dude. So keep in mind, old Yoda has is long dead. (laughs) Right? He died at the end of Empire, so it's been five years. Or he died in he died in one of the the second or the third original movie. But he was like really like how many years old? Like eight hundred and something. So old. Yeah. So old. Um. So you're like, where where'd this come from? And like. Is this like Yoda's kid? Is this Yoda's friend? Are they even related? Yeah. Are they have anything? Do they have it? Nothing to do with each other, or everything to do with each mm-hmm. other? Says I'm gonna go for it. Um. So then the next episode, he. So the reason he meets up with this gentleman, I think, is it's for he. It's because for help because his ship. He, yep. He gets back to his ship and it's been ru- uh, raided. Well, <laughs> stripped. Stripped by. The Tusk- Jawas. The Jawas. From Only Hope. These are like the sand creatures we talked about in Only Hope. And his whole ship's been th- has been uh, 
stripped apart. He there's this big epic scene where he like chases it down, climbs up to the top. You think he's gonna make it, and they zap him, and he he gets like he doesn't catch him. Well, then this guy, who lives on Tatooine, Quill, he says, "I'm gonna help you because ever since these people have gotten to my land, there hasn't been any peace. So I'm gonna help you so that you help me, type of type of thing." And once he gets enlists the help of him, he the Quill helps him negotiate a deal with <laughs> the what are they called again? Jawas. Jawas. And so we get a really fun uh, sequence of scenes of these two, the Mandalorian and Quill, riding around in the big <laughs> junkyard thing in the uh, <laughs> sand crawler. In the sand crawler, and they they say he's like he's like, listen, you stole my parts, I want it back. They said, give us that baby Yoda, and he's like, no. <laughs> and then he's, they're like, give me your helmet, and he's like, I can't. It's uh, it's religion. And then they said, go get us the egg, and he says, blood egg. And then he says, he's, then obviously we cut forward to him going to some cave to find an egg where he finds a giant beast with like a rhino horn. Mm-hmm. And this thing beats the shit out of him. Like up and down. He's like a Pokemon almost. I mean, <laughs> he is like getting hurt. Well, at the very last moment, the final thing, he had, he's lost his, all his weapons. He has a knife in his hand. And the rhino's coming at him. It's like the last two minutes episode, and you're like, this is going to be a short season. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I really invested this. Six episodes left. Um, Baby Yoda uses the force and holds this thing up, and he's like, <laughs> you're, you're almost, almost as cute as, as the real one. <laughs> he like passes out. You oh. need that face just up on the screen as people watch it. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right, so right away, we we know what's going on. Mandalorian doesn't know. So, episode three, it's time to bring this baby back to Darth Vader general guy. Like, you know. This I want my baby back. Baby back. Baby back. Baby back. <laughs> <laughs> this is the meat. This is the meat. The meat. <laughs> it's only episode three. We gotta get moving. So yeah, he takes him back, and do you know how many bars he gets? I'm gonna guess thirty-two. Very specific, Andy. Twenty. Twenty is right. Wow. Ding ding ding. We go, Andy. That's pretty good. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and he gives him the baby. This is a big part right here. So he gets the money in this like cool briefcase. He's like. Thank you, Mandalorian. Let's get out of here. Like, he has this weird accent. And the Mandalorian goes, what are you going to do with it? And the guy's like, you're not supposed to ask about that. I already gave you your money. You have a little code here, guy. So he takes his 20 Imperial Beskar Beskar steel plates back to Mandalorian town and gets a whole suit that we've seen in the trailer, on the, the poster, the epic brilliant silver suit he goes to his ship it's at the end no there's one more there's keep going i'm like i'm like doing oh, okay the face. like he's like so well a couple things happen first before he goes to his ship he goes and talks to his friend carl weathers reef carga <laughs> and reef Carga's like we're rich he's like you're rich i'm rich he's like everybody here hates you <laughs> and he goes well, he's like take a vacation and he's like give me the next job He's like, all right, Mandalorian, you want to keep killing? 
gives him a thing, goes to his ship, flips it all on, and this is the moment where he says, no, I'm going to take this kid back because I don't know what these people are up to, and as a matter of fact, I guess I care. Really fucking good, by the way. For sure. Goosebumps. So then he goes back to the thing, kills stormtroopers, bing, bang, boom, bing, bang, boom. Pew, 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 finds pew, the doctor. Pew. Oh. He chooses not to kill the doctor. The, chooses not to kill the doctor because the doctor seemed to have his the kid's best interest at heart. Doctor whatever. Pershing. Doctor Pershing. Gets I'm, him, gets him out of there. I'm not an expert on this. I'm reading. I'm it's just per- no, you, I'm glad that you have the computer. It's perfect. Um, And he runs out. This is the climax of the episode, episode three. And now... All of the guild has come and said, you're not taking that kid. You broke our creed, which is once you get paid for payment, you can't be involved with whatever's happening anymore. And so they're like, either give it to us or we have to kill you because the guild's reputation is at stake. And you can tell they're running like this town. He gets beaten down. Looks like he's going to maybe lose the kid. He has to make it like a choice to either give him up again or jump in the speeder. He jumps in the speeder and then thankfully at the last minute, all the Mandalorians show up and save his butt. And you have like this battle scene. And he hops in the ship off to space. And that's how it ends. Remember watching that for the first time? Yeah. It's good. Episode four opens up. They arrive on a sparsely populated forest planet, Sorgon. And the Mandalorian encounters ex rebel shock trooper turned mercenary, Cara Dune. Which. Is she is from Deadpool, and she played like the badass mutant. Whenever Wade Wilson is first getting turned in that movie, she's like the Gina Carano. She's great. So she turned, yeah. So he turns, he he goes to this. What's the planet again? Gorgon. That's like the Zorgon. Zorgon. That's like almost like Zordon, like the Power Rangers leader. <laughs> um, and yeah, she shows up. She says, "Hey, I'm already here, Mandalorian. Why don't you get off this planet?" Well. As the Mandalorian is going to leave, two villagers approach him and say, we need your help. There's somebody attacking us all the time. And he's like, I can't. You can't afford it. Well, then they mention it's out in the middle of nowhere. And he's just trying to be in the middle of nowhere right now because there's a bounty out in his head from every bounty hunter. And also, whoever's left of the Empire, because those Empire people are the people that hired him originally. So the whole galaxy is essentially after this guy. With the exception of, like, the... uh. Rebel, <laughs> the rebels. <laughs> and so he goes back to this girl. What's her name again? What's the character's name? Cara. Uh, Cara Dune. Yeah, Cara, Cara Dune. Dune. And says, hey, I found us a remote location. You want to come hang out? All we got to do is help these people. She's not bad looking either. So oh, no. Smart absolutely. Mandalorian. Well, yeah, and it seems like they have like something. Mm-hmm. For sure. A little underlying something. flirtation. Which is crazy because we have, where's a helmet? I'm like, give me that. Like, what the heck? Give me that helmet. Is that yeah, what happens? Everybody's <laughs> just like, you look better now? I guess just trying to true. see what's underneath that armor. Everybody is. He gets asked all the time about it. <laughs> so they do it. Turns out this tribe is being attacked and like bullied by this local empire fleet of soldiers, and they have with them a one of the walkers. <laughs> Does it give the name? It's like ATST. ATST. It's like one of the big walking droids that we've seen, like yeah. in the mm-hmm. not the big, big tall ones, but like the half the size of that that shoot like down. Okay. Yes. Like not on Hoth, but like more of like, not on Empire, but in 
um, Return of the Return Jedi. Of the Jedi in the woods. In the woods with the what are those little things Jawas? called? The or Ewoks. Ewoks. I didn't have to look that up. You didn't have to look that one up. So she says, all right, well, they end up training this little army. I'm gonna. This is where you get some filler episodes, but there's some cool backstories that happen. Um, they end up saving this whole town. The Mandalorian almost like decides to stay with this lady, and she, he's even going to maybe leave Yo- Baby Yoda there because he's like, look how happy he is. Not a second later, someone shoots a sniper, almost kills him, but they didn't shoot the sniper. Dune, chick, lady, saves the day. So they pack up again. See you later. And I would say that's probably my only knock about this series. There felt like there was some like side missions. And you're like, are we adding this? Yeah, like how much yeah. side mission do you do and how much do you do of like true? Yeah, we could do six episodes. But you get I mean, a, I but, but, episode. but why the story so good though is you get some backstory yeah. on like he does like yearn for that, I guess. But he didn't like murder everybody and like beat up a bunch of kids. Set the standard real high. <laughs> in the Star Wars universe, you are. <laughs> yeah. That's what defines a villain or a hero in yeah. the Star Wars. It's pretty cut and dry. <laughs> yeah. All right, so he leaves again. Chapter 5 is called The Gunslinger. Great title. Probably the best title. On a familiar desert planet, the Mandalorian helps a rookie bounty hunter who is in over his head. Fun episode, folks. Because on this planet where they're hiding out this time, and they meet this guy, he actually, the Mandalorian meets this rookie bounty hunter in the bar from Star Wars films that we talked about during A New Hope where we meet Han Solo for the first time. The cantina. He's the cantina. He's sitting yep. with his feet up on the same very booth where Han Solo sat. Toro That's fan Calican. service. So this is Toro Calican. He says, man, please help me out. If you help me out, it's going to get me into the uh, guild. The Mandalorian reluctantly says, okay. And the only reason I can fathom of why he did this was for money and also it, he did look at it as like a teaching opportunity for this young rookie person and he again this is where the story is good i get what you're saying filler episodes it's like yeah. do we need it and this but also ha- we learned that he did he he like he naturally likes to train people like he, this is taking place on tatooine this is on tatooine yeah. i know you said it earlier i'm not no you're right say you, that. you're exactly right because yeah. this is when they're yeah, in the place and the cantina. Mm-hmm. So you're right, mm-hmm. and the, that's the thing. That's one thing I do with this show is I always think like, oh, this is related to what I know, yeah. and it's not always. And like, I'm a, I have I'm on my computer, and Logan's doing a great job, but like I even clicked on one of the towns on here, and it just pulled up a list of towns like where it's mentioned and stuff. It's it's so hard to follow. Really, you have to really. It literally is a universe. Yeah. of where they are, planets and different systems. Yeah. So the job is to tackle to get to reprimand the the actress is Mian Wang. Something like that. And the character is Fennec Sean. Fennec Sean, who's played by I forget her actual name, and she's in Marvel's Agents of Shield. She plays Agent May. So really great to see her in this cast. And she does a fantastic job. You had her name perfectly. Thank you. Well done. She's this like elite force sniper like military leader and they're they're like this kid was going to try to do it mandalorian's like well, we can do it together they end up doing it they, there's really fun scenes a lot of fun scenes in this episode speeders across sand them taking the speeders and approaching her she's sniping they're throwing up blast light bombs at night so she can't see so they're distracting her 
Mandalorian takes like 250 cal or bigger shots to the chest, really proving what this armor can do. They end up catching her. This is where there's a little bit, I called this a little bit of a plot hole because I was like, come on. They only have two speeders, so not all three of them could ride back. So the Mandalorian's like, I got to go get one of like a, some animal to ride. You wait here. Why she's gone, why he's gone, she tells him. She being, her name again? Fennec. Fennec. What is called? Shan. Shan. So Fennec tells the rookie. Toro. Toro, the rookie bounty hunter. Do you realize who you're with? The whole galaxy's after that guy and the baby. And he remembers, I saw the baby back when I met. We all met and know now the mechanic, short-haired, frizzy lady, frizzy-haired lady that helps the Mandalorian in this episode. She's like the local mechanic and kind of helps him out. He, she's holding the baby. Toro knows about it. We get a real hard look at who Toro is in this episode very quickly. I love this. She tells him this. She's like, "Let me t- cut me loose. Let me go. I'll help you take down the Mandalorian. We'll split it. Nobody does instead. Kills her and leaves her. And goes to take on now the Mandalorian. Doesn't make it 30 seconds. It's a whole little thing. Mandalorian gets the upper hand on him. The baby kind of gets dropped. I was like, kind of worried. <laughs> we find out a little bit how durable this thing is. <laughs> um, and that's episode. That's episode five. And we have three to go, so I want to take a quick break. Real quick. Yeah, yeah. We will wrap up this episode. Um, the Mandalorian arrives, uses a flare to disorient him, and he does kill. And he kills him. Yeah. Sorry, that's a big kills him in the end. Yep. Killed All right. When we come back, we're going to wrap up the last three episodes of season one of The Mandalorian. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We're back. Um, And if you're, I say if you're just joining us, like we're on the news. You're just (laughs) joining us. I'm not recording all this. We're about to wrap up season one of The Mandalorian on Disney Plus. Last three episodes. We just wrapped up episode five. Um, How are we doing so far, fellas? You feel like we're. For somebody that hasn't seen this in a while, you were doing a great job. Just by yourself. The names are hard. <laughs> the the name, places are yeah, hard. Impossible. Um, little details are hard. But overall, you're doing a really great job. And we're just here like fact checkers right I, now. It's huge. Yeah. And to get these names right, I feel like it's really important. I want, so whoever's listening to this, I want this to be like a good help you recap it too. All right, so these last three episodes are great. Here we go. So we just wrapped up season five. Um, he killed the rookie bounty hunter. This episode, instead of hiding out at some planet... He ends up taking his ship to an old station of some kind and meets bigger guy with curly hair. He's in he's in the fa- he's in too fast too furious. He's the guy that gets the rat on his belly. Oh god. With the t- with the torch yeah, in too fast too that's furious. Torture. So I and it's like the leader of this ragtag group of thieves that Mando used to run with. Ran Malk. That's the that's the bigger guy. I think it's played by Bill Burr. Well, Bill Burr is in the is okay. also in this little group of the, this collective, and he's like newer to the group, so he's like, "I wasn't here when Mando was here." Bill Burr is great in this episode. He's so funny. Bill Burr's so good. He nailed it. He's so great. He's so great in Breaking Bad too. Breaking Bad, and then I think the oh, King of Staten Island or whatever that movie with uh, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Oh yeah, oh, yeah I heard yeah, that was great. Dad. Yeah. Or not step his stepdad, yeah. Oh, I gotta watch that. That's that might be on the list for the weekend. Good. It was good. It was okay. decent. Yeah, Bill. Yeah, yeah so watch. we'll just let's just get that out of the way. Bill Burr's in this in the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, you also meet 
Um, a big red horned guy that's like really strong is their muscle. Berg. Berg. You meet a purpled, a purple woman, like species alien with long. Ni- like, is that the knife expert? She's the knife expert. Zan? Zan. S-I-A-N? Yep, I, I'll say it. And, it. and it seems like her and Mando definitely have a history. Yeah. And you find out right away there's a lot of animosity in the team. Mando left. He really just bailed on us. Then they're like, oh, welcome back. No questions asked. You know the rules. And then Mando says, okay, can I hide out here for a while? Also work a job for some money, like old times. Leader guy. Don't know his name. The main leader of the crew. Is it her brother? No, the brother is what you find out is the mission to go find to go rescue him from a space prison, which is awesome. This is a great episode. A lot of fun. Was a little it's definitely a side mission story, Mike. I definitely felt that on this one a couple times when yeah. they're you So know. Bill Burr's character is Mayfield. So Mayfield, that's Bill Burr. So what you said was probably right. The first Rand time. Malk. Ran. So the Mandalorian contacts his former partner, Ran Malk, for work. For work, yeah. And so he, he says, he's like, man, remember those days? He's like, remember when you were here, Mando? Remember all those days? What we do? He's like, you were an animal out there. He's like, remember what you said when I'd ask you, why do you do this? Why do you hunt down all these people? He said, target practice. <laughs> Savage. And Mando's like, it was a long time ago. Obviously regretting. This I'm, gr- I'm grown. I have a baby now. Yeah, look at me. I'm a dad. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot with that. Like, they're on the ship on the way to go rescue this brother. They're going to pay him when he gets back. But um, they meet Yoda, and they find out about him. And the whole mission is drop into this prison, save this prisoner. who You don't know who it is yet, but we, it doesn't really matter. It is this girl's brother. Also has big purple things on his Weird. head. Yeah, those things are. just feel like what kind of shower do you have? Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> two of them great scene you find out exactly kind of how tough mando is and he takes on like some of the coolest droids they have some really cool droids in this one because it's like stuff you've seen from other movies like some of the cooler like floating droids there's like tougher for droids that like walk on their feet um they pull out the brother and they've all they've accomplished the mission and at the last minute they kick mando into the cell and lock it up the group gets divided on the way back to the ship, but they're all laughing like, "We got Mando. We tricked him. We, uh, you know, we, we re- he deserves this." And before they can get out, because they got like separated or something, Mando, as good as he is, escapes from this cell within ten minutes, five minutes, and comes out, faces all of them one by one, which is a great sequence of scenes. You get, I mean, you get all of them. You get all of them one on one. Like, you get the scene with him sneaking up on Bill Burr, and it's flashing lights. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And it was like he's behind him. I can't wait to watch then it he's again. not. You're just and, reminding me how good this was, honestly. Like, I can't wait to watch it again for, like, I watched it the original time, but not. You're going to love it. I might watch it again. <laughs> I might watch it again. It's, like, it's really it's really fantastic. This might be, remember when I asked you, what's going to be the next Game of Thrones? You know, what's going to be the next lost like i mean this show is this has the potential to really do it you said it i mean they have the you money. said you said that this was what maybe the dark you said this is like kind of batman begins yeah and now they're getting into and i mean disney's not poor <laughs> so anyway back to the story we'll get there we'll we'll do a nice recap at the end gets them all he, he the brother and him get on the ship he leaves everybody behind they're presumably 
dead. Like he killed them all. Come to find out, he just locked them away. Spared by the spared. <laughs> I like that. Is that what it says? That was Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened. He spares them, and then he gets his money from the guy. Ran, and as he's leaving, they're like, "All right, see ya." Turns out he left a tracker back on the thing, and this was a highlight of the episode, folks. X-Wings come flying in, Rebel forces, three ships. Like, you get the close-up shots of them in the orange jumpsuits. You get the helmet of them, what they wore, everything you've seen in the original three films. is happening right now in front of you in a show from 2019. What a time. Yes. A simpler time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. It's much, yeah, it's easier. I can wrap my head around this shit. Yeah. Blows up the thing. I mean, those guys presumably die. Okay. Yeah, I think they they're definitely dead. But we find out a lot. Like he's not like a merciless killer, but he also is like he does have a heart. He has a heart, but he also has like a taste of revenge. He's like I'm. He's an antihero right now. He's an antihero. Yeah, absolutely. I guess the end of the episode. Yep. Six. <sighs> episode seven. Penultimate episode. They teased it out in the previous episode a little bit with the droid that was like flying Mando's ship. He got a message. It was coming in. Didn't. They teased it out. In this episode, we find out exactly what it is. It's the message from Carl Weathers. Anybody know his name? Grief. Grief. Yeah. Yeah, Grief. Grief Karga. Grief Karga. He, gets, he says, hey, man, I know we've been through a lot. I tried to kill you. Here's the real truth. Since you left, town's gone to shit. It's run by <laughs> <laughs> Imperial forces. We got stormtroopers all up in here. Please come back. We'll do a decoy story. We're going to give this kid to them. We'll pretend. I'll help you. You keep the kid. My town gets rid of this this empire leader. We all go home happy. They all meet up. They bring along Quill, the short orange guy. The girl. Dune. Cara Dune, yeah. Cara Dune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, get, they bring these animals to another planet, which I was like, damn, they're flying these things all across space. These animals they ride. Remember those? Yeah. yeah. Aunt Mandela has to learn one. That's a fun scene. I didn't talk about that. That was one of my favorite scenes when he learned how to ride that thing. And Quill says, he goes, Mando goes, why do I have to do this? You could surely got a speeder or something. And Quill goes, your ancestors tamed dragons or something. Like some ant- wild animal. He's like, you can't ride this like pig. <laughs> and then he rides it. So they ride these things. They come and meet up with uh, uh, Carl Weathers and his friends. They are sitting around a campfire one night as they're like kind of preparing to, for this deal that's going to go down. As far as you can tell, Mando's like, okay, I got to do this. There's no other way around it. I can't hold on to this kid anymore. People are going to keep coming. And this is a way for me to clear it all out. Because he's on the run. You can't just live on the run, even if you were solo. It's just too hard. Well, unless you're Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> so... They're sitting around a campfire. All of them are there, and everything's happening. They're just talking. There's a lot, a lot of catch-up scenes here. And all of a sudden, these dragons or pterodactyls or something start coming out of the sky, pulling like the little pig animals out, take a couple people. They fight, fight, fight. Carl Weathers gets badly injured on his arm. And you guessed it, Baby Yoda comes over. Nice. <laughs> so tuckered he gets so tired <laughs> yeah heals him and they all see it well then the next day they're going we find out carl weathers was deceiving him the whole time they were going to kill him well he kills his own men says listen after last night i'm here to help 
Like he's like, you've got me. I I believe in religion. <laughs> Sign me up for whatever Jedi Bible school is. Hell yes. I'm so tired. Night night. Night night. I'm just Tucker. I'm just tired. I'm not hurt. Um. So they get into this town where they think it's gonna be a simple. Is the guy from before the client from before? And they're meeting with him. They're in this thing. There's only going to be like four, four stormtroopers. It's very planned. They have the Mandalorian cuffed. And they're like, we'll give you the blaster when we get in there. All that happens, essentially. But it doesn't really matter because they get interrupted. Because there's way more than four stormtroopers. There's a whole army showing up outside this bar that they're in. It's like Cantina or something. It's not the Cantina. It's just one. Yeah. And this is where we meet Moff Gideon. Played by the great Gus Fring, which is his real name is Gustavo. Gustavo. <laughs> no, it's it's Guan. It's, it's Juan Carlo. Juan Carlo Juan. Esposito. Yeah. And he comes in. He says, "Listen, I know who all of you are." Mandalorian says, "If he knows me, he's from like that's that's Moff Gideon. He was at the planet when I died. We get the full story on that in this episode. There's a full flashback. His parents try to save him." Mandalorians saved them. This is how the kit, this is how he got introduced to the Mandalorians. I think we find that out in this episode. Mm-hmm. And he says, This guy, Moff Gideon's like, I'll give you till nightfall to come out here and just give up. Which I was like, Nightfall? That's several hours. I've been like, You got one minute. Yeah. <laughs> just but speed this up. Gave us more time. While this is happening, Quill? Qu- Quill? Yeah. The orange guy. The short little orange guy. Mm-hmm. I, I have spoken. That guy. He gets the call from Mando. He says, hey, guys, we've been made. Get the kid on the ship. Get out of here. And it's this epic back and forth at the end of this episode of him riding on the thing. And Mando going, are you there? Quill, are you there? Quill's riding so hard. And then Moff Gideon's just out there with his shoulders, like, checking his Jedi watch, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And it's going back and forth, back and forth. Are you there? Are you there? Last shot. Here we go. Mando and them are held up, held up. Switch back to Quill. Quill's on the ground, arm down. Baby Yoda's down, wrapped up in a blanket. Speeder comes in so fast, 200 miles an hour, swoops him up. Ends the episode. Right before the season finale. That, yeah, that episode got me. Oh, my God. Quill got killed. He got quilled. <laughs> That's how Carrie's long, joke. I stole it. That's how long, I was going to say, oh, how Carrie. long have you been waiting for that? Uh, Carrie. That was, that was all Carrie. <sighs> Yeah, that All was, right, that was sad to see. Oh, it was the worst. I, I remember, that. like, I really did not want that to happen. Yeah. That it was really sad. That's how I know this this show was. That's right, super good. You don't hold on any cards. Yeah, Steph would would like anytime Baby Yoda was in danger, she'd be like closing her eyes, like, "Oh, I can't watch." And, like, she doesn't know anything about Star Wars. Yeah, and that's people like, like that can get sucked in. It's like what Mike said last time. It's like this show can like really attract anybody. I feel like. Okay, so wrapping up this story, episode eight, big finale. So the Mandalorian is still held up in the cantina with Dune and Carl Weathers. And it's like, okay, I don't think we're going to get out of here. They're trying to get out of the vent. One big plot point that I missed that really matters (laughs) for this episode. Remember the droid we met in the very beginning? IG-11. IG-11. He was, after he got killed by the Mandalorian, Quill saved him, reprogrammed him to be uh, 
uh, a caregiver. Like he's a, he protects now and he like can pour tea and all sorts of stuff. And Mandalorian doesn't trust him at all. Doesn't trust him the whole season. He's like, keep that thing away from me. Keep him away from the baby. He's designed to kill. Well, we get a great scene in this season finale between two stormtroopers, and they're wearing the helmets like from uh, Return of the Jedi, like when they're on the forest planet, like those. You know what I'm talking about, like with the goggles. Yeah. And t- it's two ca- actors. I called it immediately. Jason Sudeikis is okay. one of them. And he's got Yoda in his backpack, and he keeps going, shut up. <laughs> it's like, shut up. <laughs> and the other one, I forget. I Carrie know, looked I it up. I can't remember. That, Carrie it, looked it, it up. Was definitely Jason Sudeikis was a great and it's just cameo. A, and they're shooting. Uh, they do a scene where the two stormtroopers are shooting at a thing on the ground, and neither one of them can hit it. And Jason Sudeikis, like, take, you don't know it's Jason Sudeikis, by the way. His helmet's on. He takes the gun, and he's like. Well. The droid shows back up and says, I'm here to protect. Basically knocks down the stormtroopers, picks up Baby Yoda, and says, I'm here to do what I'm supposed to do. Hops on the speeder. You get the intro, the Mandalorian. And it's great music. Droid on a speeder with a Baby Yoda on its front. And I'm sitting here watching, like, am I watching Star Wars The Hangover? Like, this is <laughs> such a good show. <laughs> this hangover. is such a good fucking show. Like, he, that, when that speeder goes, I was like, this is about to go down. I don't care. It's going to be a big part. That's the only Adam, Adam, Pally. Adam Pauly. Adam if you Pally. if you see his name, you'll be like, or if you see his face, he's in Suicide like, Squad. Yeah, um, Mindy Project. Uh, Happy Endings was an old show he was on. Well, him and Jason Diggs have a great back and forth. The Stormtroopers, you're gonna love that scene. Yep. So this thing comes ripping into town, but like from the perspective of where they are, the Stormtroopers have Mandalorian all held down, and they look over and like the town's like blowing up. Well, this this thing is coming through, and he's just shooting everybody. Boom, boom, boom! Behind his, like, like spinning Baby Yoda around, shooting from the front, shooting from the back, and it gives them an edge to where they basically save the day. Um, Mandalorian even ends up getting on a big gun and shooting again. There's another scene like that. That's a really fun scene. He's like really shooting that gun. They end up getting cornered again. Be- before that, Moff Gideon does get a one up on the Mandalorian during the big battle. When he's on that big gun, Moff Gideon points the gun at Mandalorian. Mandalorian is about to shoot him with the big gun, but before he can, Moff Gideon shoots like the machine that powers it. It blows up. Mando is so hurt, they pull him into the thing. Dune's checking him out. He's bleeding from his head. And she goes, I have to take off your helmet. And he goes, you can't. And she's like, but I can save you if you just let me. And he's like, no. He's like, you got to get out of here. And there's fire all around him, real powerful scene. And there's a guy coming with a flamethrower, a stormtrooper flamethrower. Then he comes in the bar. The droid helps them get out through a drain. Carl Weathers goes. Dune goes with Baby Yoda. And the droid says, I'm going to stay with Mandalorian. And Mandalorian, the droid said, I got to take this off if I can help. And Mandalorian pulls up his gun and he says, don't try it. And the guy says, I can save you. And Mando says, I can't take this off in front of any living thing. And the droid says, I'm not a living thing. Takes it off. We see Pedro Pascal for the first time as the Mandalorian. And it's powerful. I couldn't explain it. It was really cool. He sprays some stuff on his head. 
puts the helmet on. They catch up with the rest. They're back in Mandalorian town. All the Mandalorians are like dead. Like things went down down there. It's a pile of their helmets. The only one left is like the leader, the main Mandalorian woman with the golden helmet that always made his suit for him. And she's like this wise old leader that's been doing this forever. And she says, you are a father now. This is your responsibility. And he says, I don't, I, I'm not equipped to do this. Like, what am I supposed to do? She's like, you need to find where it came from. He said, I got to find this thing's home planet. And she said, this is the way. Like, it's like something about their creed, about like what it means to like live and be alive and be a person and like grow. And she like says, like, you're going to do this. She also says, I have a gift for you. It's a jetpack. <laughs> not a big deal. <laughs> she says, you got to train this thing. It won't listen to you until you really know it. And they're like, all right, let's get out of here. So he takes the jetpack, take the baby. She's there. She, they get this. We get this cool sequence where she takes down easily, like eight stormtroopers, very easily. It was cool. She's alive still. They find this old boat in a lava river, and they're like, we got to use this thing to get out of here. So they're like trying to push it. Dune chick, she's like, I got an idea. She just shoots it, and it like comes loose. And I was like, that was stupid. Don't shoot boats like that. <laughs> hey, if you learn one thing from this episode, don't shoot boats. <laughs> it still worked, though. They get well, on then, there. I well, guess it didn't matter. I guess only if you're... No, if you're going to save, save the day. Yeah. So they get in the boat. There's like an old droid in there, like, helping them. Like, he's got a stick. Well, it looks like... Well, you know how I knew they weren't home free? Carl Weathers goes, There's the opening! We're free! And I go, Carl, come on. He looks, Mando looks, it's all stormtroopers. And the droid says, uh, there's no other way out. And they're like, we can't stop the boat. And Mando's like, what do we do? He's like, get ready for a fight. And the droid says, my primary function is to self-destruct if I'm captured. And Mandalorian says, I thought that you were reprogrammed and that you know your primary function was to protect us. And he says... It's true, but there's no other scenario where I live and the child lives. He's like, so if you give me permission, he's like, I'll not get captured and I'll go save the day. And Mandalorian's like, you'll die. And the robot says, don't be sad. It's okay. And Mandalorian goes, I'm, I'm not sad. And the robot says, yes, you are. And it's silent. Chills. <laughs> yeah. yeah so then he goes in he says my primary function blah, blah blah i cannot be captured bomb comes out blows up kills them all boat comes out happy day for about 10 seconds <laughs> moff gideon shows up with his ship coming in hot shooting down on him from the sky they're like shooting up with their guns and shooting they're like there's nothing we can do he's gonna come back again around for another thing you know where this is going. Mando throws on the jetpack, flies up on the next pass over the ship, hooks in his line to the ship, is riding it around, gets up to the top, is blasting the top, ends up getting two bombs in this epic flight scene where they're flying them all around, doing twists, doing turns. You get the full movie quality death, like Death Star fighter ship, whatever you call those. TIE fighters. TIE fighters. Blows the thing up. It goes down. He lands and does a really cool landing with the jetpack back down. Save the day. And Carl Weathers goes, 
that was impressive, Lando. And I was like, it was impressive. <laughs> Lando and Dune are going to stay there and make their life in this new town because all the evil's gone. And it's time for Mandalorian to head to Yodaville. We do find out that at the end, well, this is the big end. So before we do that, Mandalorian is going to take this thing, to Baby Yoda, to uh, its home, try to find it. Karga and Dune. You keep saying Lando because I made you say Lando. Oh, sorry. That's Dune and – yeah, you're right. I've probably been saying it yeah. a long time. Sorry, guys. Carl Weathers. <laughs> I like that better. It's, it's the best when you just call him by their real name. The last scene, the TIE fighters in the rubble. You know he's still alive. You're like, what's what's the status? You got sand creatures all around him to whatever they are. And then they end up running because something starts making a spark on the ship. There's a big spark. You're like, something's coming out. Boom, here it is. Kicks in the door. Moff Gideon has a black lightsaber. Because as us real fans know, he's a Sith Lord. Duh. Or something. Yeah, I was real. I don't know. Well, I mean, he's got a lightsaber, so yeah. he's a, he's a. It's technically, I think it's called the dark saber. The dark saber. Yeah. And I don't know what you guys know about. We talked about this already. Yeah. On a previous episode, but they always make their own. So just really interesting. Never seen black. We seen a, a light one. Mm-hmm. We saw a light one in uh, the Force Awakens. Green. Yeah. We see them all, but I mean, like there was a, like the newest colors I've seen in the last three years have been that white one that Ray makes. It's like a white or gold or something. And then this one's black. Yeah. And so, that's how season one ends. That's Ooh. pretty dope. I just read. So the that dark, was a lot. Darksaber was created by the first Mandalorian. Wow. See, I don't want to read too much lore because like, I don't know. Yeah, shit. I know. I just read. I said that out loud. I was like, shut the fuck up, Andy. Yeah, let's just not even <laughs> talk. Because like, I just want to be surprised. <laughs> Keep surprising me. How we do? I think he did pretty well. well Dude, I mean, it, was all, it's, it. it was team effort. I honestly can't. I might watch start watching this tonight because I can't wait now. It's really good. You were excited. It was really. I and watching it again. I just kept looking at Carrie going. Ah. Huh? I was like, this show is so good. <laughs> so yeah, get out there and watch it. Uh, season two drops October thirtieth. Today's October sixth, so we're 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 right around the corner. I mean, they're shorter episodes too. If you're used to like an hour episode, some of them like looking over here, thirty six minutes. Yeah. yeah, you said you, they're, said you they're over, it in one day, Like right? I said, every time it ended, I'd be like, oh, man, I wish I was sitting 20 more minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you watched this in one day on Sunday? Oh, yeah. That's impressive. Uh, but it but it's it moved. Less than, like, around three hours probably, right? Yeah. Something around there. Yeah, it was, it was over before I knew it, and I was sad again. Yeah. And watching it, watching it, like, bench style, that was great. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, every time it ended, you'd have to wait another week. Yeah, because this one, I mean, I'm looking at season two. And it's every week one episode. Boom, 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 boom. They're not doing like three like the boys did just to get you through or anything like that. Well, I'm here for it. Yeah. Any other final thoughts on The Mandalorian before we wrap up and just do coming up for uh when we wrap up the episode? Get excited. And it's, I mean, would you recommend a rewatch? I said it before. I'm, I mean, I watched Star Wars A New Hope before I watched this. Yeah. And I kind of wish I would have watched that. I wish I would have watched Empire Strikes Back. I would have, you know, watch yeah. them all. Yeah. Like, if you have the time. Yeah, time. yeah you got time Which, now. everybody has time right now. Mm-hmm. If you really want the whole experience, like, throw on all the OG Star Wars films and then maybe episode three. And hell, even the new ones, because you got to think about 
the folks making the Mandalorian, they live in the the now. Mm-hmm. So like everything is about dollar signs and not everything's about dollar signs, but it's about connecting. And mm-hmm. that, we talked about this. The newer Star Wars films play to a much younger audience along with an older audience. So there's going to be a lot of melding. This show could go any direction. We have the Obi-Wan show that's going to be on Disney Plus as well as a Rogue One show. Which I don't know. I, I still don't know why we need that Rogue One show. I mean, how many times? What else can you say? I don't know either, but I'm sure it'll be Like good. another side story or something? Like these were the plans to get the plans. <laughs> to get the plans. <laughs> Episode right. 7 and 8 of The Mandalorian had 100% on right. 100%? Yeah. Didn't even know what happened. The lowest episode was 5. Well, I guess I'll give my ranking. <laughs> Try to hone in on this scale. We need to... I, I want, I've been thinking about it a lot since we talked about it. Yeah. I want to... I'm going to commit to it. We will create our own ranking scale, and maybe I'll just do it right now. It's out of four. Can you do points? You can do points. It's on a it's on a ten yeah it's a it's on a four point yeah. oh scale. Yeah, it's like GPA. Yeah. Okay. Oh, because I'm gonna my rankings are gonna follow Andy's pretty much because I liked how you broke it down. It's like four star is I loved it, and I will watch it forever. Three star is I liked it. I probably don't need to watch it again. Two was it was enjoyable, but not oof. gonna take the time. That's like Suicide Squad, you know. It's like, yeah. oof. but I watched it. Good point. And I like had fun. One, but one is like, why is this on my TV? Yep. What's the movies that are number one though to you guys? It's I like one like movies? to set a, like to set a parameter, but like Artemis Fowl. It was awful. Well, you know, I what? guess it could be even zero. Well, like, you know you what? You know zero, what? Like, Rather than do all that, I just I think this is the perfect opportunity to set the stage right now because this is is fresh off the brain. We just talked about it, and I'm going to give my raw ranking based on that caliber. And we're going to put together – I'm going to get a visual for this, and we'll get this up on the website so that we can always live and breathe off the same scale. But just saying again, one, sucked. Two, eh. Three, I liked it, but I probably won't watch it again. It's like, uh, I didn't really – it's not the uh, the end-all, be-all. Then four is what you consider perfect. I'm going to call this right now The Mandalorian Season 1, my personal ranking – is a 3.7. Very high score. Wow. Very, high, Very high, but not the highest. But, I mean, I can't get over how good this, this show is. Like, I watched it again, and I was like a little kid even more. Do you wow. guys want to rank it? You don't have to, but I welcome. you're welcome to. I have not seen it. That's true. I, I forgot you hadn't rewatched it recently. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'd, I'd, initially, I just I was going to say 3.5, 3.5, but... I'm gonna rewatch it and get back to you. Deal. Maybe I'll right. write I'll write some fan mail just to keep us busy. Just to keep us having something to read. <laughs> we don't you know the episode there's gonna be weeks probably where we don't have any. Um all right, well cool. More to come on Star Wars Land, more to come on the Mandalorian, October thirtieth, mark your calendars, Disney Plus. We will be talking about it. But not that calendar. Don't look at this calendar. I, <laughs> yeah. I, think, there's a, I don't think that camera sees it, but it's wrong. Can't wait to see what October's uh cover photo and is once again you know that was the, the meat yummy the meat of the episode yummy <laughs> really sizzled <laughs> all right coming up on uh mostly superheroes um more on the boys so season finale this week again this is uh october 6th we're on tuesday so it's gonna be this week on friday we'll do something for it keep an eye out halloween is right around the corner so like maybe we do a halloween episode you guys want to wear outfits? Oh, man. I have to get one, but yeah. I'd be down. Okay, we'll do a Halloween episode. Mine might be What right, I meant to say right is there. I'm doing one, and 
Hey, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I even built a costume from a lot of stuff in here. <laughs> Next up, we got to get working on this. We will. We're, you know, there's a lot going on, but we're going to do the ma- movie ranking tournament event. It probably helps a lot now that we have a scale to work with. Yes. That's, that was like a big first step, so we're already on the way. Reminder, we have the VHS watch party contest happening right now. Uh, 30 VHS's collection here. We're going to do a live watch of the winner that gets the most votes. And you also entered to be uh, uh, entered for a drawing for $25 of food delivery. Uh, some titles that maybe I didn't say last time. Sense and Sensibility. Hoop Dreams. The Player. <laughs> Much Ado About Nothing. Those are ones I didn't read last time. Yeah. And for you, that might be a first-time listener. Don't worry. There's some classics in there. We got Jurassic Park, Sling Blade, Shawshank Redemption, On Golden Pond. Dogma. Dogma. It looks like it hasn't been opened, actually. Yeah, Dogma has a pa- plastic wrapper <laughs> on it. A Christmas Story's in there. If you did a... Watch along with Dances with Wolves. That would be a seven-hour episode. Is it long? I think Dances with Wolves is super long. And then, of course, don't forget about Introduction to Canoeing. <laughs> is that a, I need? Is that a movie or is that like an actual like? I think it's like a training showing song. you how to. Canoe. I think. It, okay. I think. Yeah, I think it's like here's how you I'll, canoe. I'll keep my vote then. That's what I vote. If it's for. Introduction, I assume it's like a guy, a boat, and an oar. Yeah. All right. <laughs> like you this go is this it. way, and then you go this <laughs> way, and then you go this way. Dances, so yeah, Dances with Wolves, 181 minutes. So three hours. So it was Avengers Endgame. Three hours, two minutes. Um, all right, so that contest going on. Social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Anywhere you see it, if you follow the rules when you see it, you'll, you're entered. You can also enter, enter at our website. I don't have like a page for it or anything right now, but if you go on the contact page, shoot us a line. I'll put you in there. And then lastly, we talked about this, teased it out. Lots of planning to do. We're only in October. We're going to get through Halloween, Thanksgiving first. But just wanted to highlight it again because I didn't want you guys to think that it's going to be one of these things we talk about and don't do. The Batman Returns Christmas Special. It's happening. This show, sometime in December, it's going to be a fun episode. We're going to do some holiday cheer. We're going to do a, I don't know if it be a retail, probably like a retail combination deep dive of the classic Christmas movie, Batman I Returns with Michael I love it. I bet you do. If you guys don't know, the Batman, Batman is, it, is it Batman Begins? Is that the title? Which the first Batman? the first Keaton Batman just, just Bat- Batman it's just Batman yeah Andy's favorite movie yeah correct and then Mike called it this is a I mean it's 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 a Christmas movie yes it's like snowing the whole time you get Christmas uh Christopher Walken <laughs> big, big hair <laughs> yeah he looks so good Shrek is his name like Shrek is it Max Shrek I think his name's Max Shrek Max right, it yeah. is Max yeah Danny DeVito's penguin <laughs> we're gonna have fish. As we eat. <laughs> well, fish for dinner. <laughs> so watch for that. Um, and plenty more. Um, we do a lot of stuff in between the show, too. I, don't, I haven't really been teasing that out. I'm pretty active on the, our social media accounts, doing giveaways, shout-outs, uh, a lot of sharing content, try to keep you updated on news, stuff like that. So if you're like, I, I don't, a lot of these episodes are long, too. So if you're like, I just want to like look real quick. We're on the website, mostofsuperheroes.com, and all of our social media accounts. And, of course, subscribe on YouTube. If you don't realize by now, we have great video content. We mentioned it earlier, new mics, new equipment, um, and we're making upgrades all the time. I think the the message is clear. We're not planning on slowing down. Mike and Andy, any final thoughts? Fan mail was my favorite thing I think we did today with actual fan fan mail. I really like the meat, but I think that's just because I'm hungry. But I'll be stopping at Chick-fil-A on the way home, just like always. (laughs) 
perfect perfect spot but and if you guys yeah, think of any I other think segments you know i know we want to get wrestling on here sports we can we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens and that fan mail if that keeps coming that could be a Q&A episode or discussion episode like if we get enough of those in that was fun that it was fun one that because it was kind of caught us off guard but just shooting from the hip like that's fun that's fun for me mm -hmm. i think it's fun for everybody here if you have questions or something to discuss or even like i think it'd be cool if we did like a little video like you call in or do something like that i yeah. think it'd be cool to have you on like a guest spot to discuss or something yeah i totally agree and if i i it was fun. It was like, it just gets the wheels turning. Yeah. And if we see enough content too, that's like maybe around the same topic, we'll build an episode around that. Or if we see a string of questions, you know, it's like what the, the possibilities are endless. Yep. Um, so yeah, definitely go check it out. And we do have the studio phone that we haven't been using yet, but 754 call log and 754-C-A-L-L-O-L-O-G-225-5564 for all you people that never know what those numbers and letters mean. <laughs> Um, and it's a it's a weird phone line. It's like through Google Voice. It's free. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. It's like, do we really? Do it's you got really have yeah. It's got voicemail. It's got texts, and it's just like on this one phone. The phone I found in the park. Hey Logan, you up? And I just text the call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna save that. Oh, I might. Yeah, save it up. Uh, if we we might answer it sometime when we're here live. Uh, I didn't even uh, tell you guys, but I have a good phone hookup for you guys too, and anybody else that's ever in the studio. So we can e easily plug in our phone. That's awesome. Call people right on the spot. Like if you're like, oh, I want to call Jake about Star Wars. We yeah. want to call Will about, you know, Halloween. Yeah. We're, we're, this is going to be, this is starting off as a recorded podcast, but we're going to start moving toward like getting the caller people in, doing some fan mail, maybe some live shows. Yeah. Awesome. Oh yeah. It's all coming. So plenty more to come. Most superheroes, thank you for listening. I uh, really appreciate you guys. And uh, plenty more to come in the coming weeks. Mike, Andy, until next time, uh, we'll see you on Mostly Superheroes. Take it easy. Thank you.